MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, the 13th day of February. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Whether it was through the air or on the ground, Jalen Hurts dominated the Super Bowl offensively for the Philadelphia Eagles. It just wasn't enough to outduel Patrick Mahomes. Hurts delivered a record performance on football's biggest stage, throwing for 304 yards and a touchdown, running for 70 yards and three scores, and adding a game-tying two-point conversion. But Hurts could only watch from the sideline as Mahomes drove the Chiefs to the go-ahead field goal with eight seconds remaining for a 38-35 victory in Super Bowl 57. It's tough, Hurt says. We worked really hard to have this opportunity and to come up short, it's tough. There's always a lot to learn from, to have an opportunity to reflect on some of the things we didn't do and could have done. There's a lot to learn from tonight. Despite ending with the loss, Hurts put together one of the most prolific games in Super Bowl history, but became the first quarterback ever to lose the big game while leading his team to at least 30 points. He set the record for most yards rushing ever by a quarterback in a Super Bowl. He tied Terrell Davis's record for most touchdown runs by any player, tied James White's mark with 20 points scored, and joined Hall of Famers Steve Young and Joe Montana as the only players ever to account for at least 370 yards and four touchdowns rushing, rushing and passing in a Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts excelled in the first Super Bowl matchup featuring two black starting quarterbacks. But Mahomes turned it up in the second half after re-aggravating a sprained right ankle. Coach Andy Reid couldn't uh, get the big win in Philadelphia, uh, but beat his former team to earn his second ring with Mahomes and the Chiefs. Video captured an unruly crowd flipping over a car on Sunday afternoon just hours before the Super Bowl. The video shows people, many dressed in Eagles gear, surrounding a car on the 1700 block of Arlington Street. Several of them gathered on the passenger side of the vehicle, lifted it up, and flipped it onto its roof. You know, what I realize is we used to do this, remember, uh, when there was potential for a championship. (laughs) Yes. We would get an old junker car out in the parking lot here, and we would get some people together, and we would flip it over. To get that out of the way yeah. and do yeah. it in a safe, controlled environment. So yeah. you don't have and to. And we forgot to do that this time around. I know. So I know. apologies. Don't hold it against these people. You know Actually, what? Yeah, hold it hold against these people. Hold it against these people. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Idiot. It's just so... Well, who's, whoever has that car, how, how annoying, how, how yes. stupid. It's I terrible. I hate I when I, I come out, my car's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the people, though. Like, they were, they're all jumping like it was like I mean, a Oh, victory. I know. Just, you That's know. mob mentality there, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. They didn't have a goat to kill or something. <laughs> After the car was overturned, several people then jumped onto the top of the vehicle. A short time later, a police vehicle blocked the street. There is no word on any arrests or charges so far for this incident. Comcast says service has been restored or was restored after a Super Bowl Sunday outage that uh, had Eagles fans voicing their frustration on social media all afternoon. A company spokesperson said vandalism was to blame for the service interruption in the Fishtown and Kensington neighborhoods. Physical damage severed a fiber optic cable in the Kensington section, spokesperson Jen Bellata said. Uh, She said that the incident was reported to police and added... uh, 
that the bulk of customers who lost cable did have it back before kickoff. <laughs> but it says the the bulk where there are a few customers that didn't because that would be terrible. We know, Jen. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's unbelievable that that would, you know, if you're going to sabotage something. Seriously. At that point in time, forget it. But people were going crazy on oh, social sure. media, like, "Hello, we're wait, like we're waiting." Yeah, to I mean, watch at Super least Bowl. they had the puppy bowl. <laughs> uh, so, but it said the bulk of the customers did get it back before uh, the Super Bowl even started. In sports this morning. The Eagles lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, falling 38-35 to on a last-second field goal in last night's Super Bowl 57. What the fuck is this? Playing on an injured ankle, Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter with the score tied at 35-35. The Eagles tried to let the Chiefs score a touchdown with under two minutes left so that they could get the ball back after a defensive holding call on cornerback James Bradbury on third and eight gave Kansas City a first down. What the fuck is that? But Jarek McKinnon slid at the two, forcing the Eagles to use their last timeout. After Mahomes took a knee twice, Butker kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs the win. What the f*** is this? The Chiefs won their second NFL title in four years, and two-time NFL MVP Mahomes earned his second Super Bowl MVP award. The 35 points scored by the Eagles is the most scored by a team that lost in the Super Bowl. The Eagles' defense gave up 24 points, 15 first downs, and 119 rushing yards in the second half. The Flyers lost to the Seattle Kraken 4-3 yesterday afternoon in South Philly. We have that. To right. Jaden Schwartz scored twice, and uh, Jordan Everly uh, gave uh, had a goal and an assist to lead the Kraken to the win. James Van Riemsdyk. Where's that car, Kathy? Go flip it over again. Owen yeah. Tippett and Patrick Brown scored for the Flyers, who completed homestand with their third straight loss in four games. The two teams will play each other again on Thursday night as the Flyers begin a road trip in Seattle. The puck will drop at 10 o'clock, and the Sixers, who have won two games in a row, are at home tonight with the game against the Houston Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Here we are, a licking wounds Monday morning, but it is what it is to use a beat-up phrase, and I apologize for saying oh, that, but you know You what? have no option. You're going to be saying tons of of very much repeated phrases this morning because that's all you can do. Yeah, that's all you, that's can, all you can do. do. But at least we have Casey back, Casey's back. Hey, hey, guys. in the studio. Let me tell you something. You guys did all you could do. Yeah. We, we did, did everything we all could. we could do. Yeah. Tried as hard as we could. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I actually came to a realization um, last night, and then it, it was uh, fortified and solidified this morning. That highlights your new sport. <laughs> no, no, no. That I need to uh, I, I need to break all of my superstitions. Like it's it's got to happen. I cannot live like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you, man. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing a lot of soul searching this morning. <laughs> I'm going to be very raspy coffee this morning, guys. I Why apologize. did you spend a week in a car with uh, two guys with a coffin? Oh no, wait, that was me. That's right. I was in a closed car with two guys with a cough and a sneeze all week. It's going around. It is going it around. Is I, going I think around. I got it from Bill and then Bill gave it to somebody at blah 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 anyway. Uh, so anyhow, you you need to to break this part I of your life, break, break these chains. Yes, okay. it's got it's got to happen, right. and uh, and so and and that 
that chapter of my life starts right now. It right turns now. out, okay. if you really stop and think about it, there's actually a random element to all this. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you can still be uh, super fan. You just don't yeah. have to be a slave to the ritual of, right. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. All Why? Right. Because it has zero impact? <laughs> <laughs> or does it? Because <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't second guess yourself. I, I can you just cleanse yourself. I can, I can pinpoint where it all went wrong last night. And it had nothing to do with what was going on in Phoenix. It had everything to go do with what happened where I was watching that. You right. took one that step is. forward and eight back uh, just now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyhow. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Casey. It is good, good to, to have back. you back. It was a really, last week was a good time leading up to it. it the terrific. excitement. I mean, you know. It was fun for us. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with, with you guys and your trip and and, and, and outside of that, just the, the excitement in town and yeah. things that were going on and the vibe and the way everybody was feeling and everything. I know it, it came up shorter than everyone wanted. But damn it, it was still a really good time. I liken this to the World Series. Not to yes. bring up a story. Would you have traded all that lead up and all that joy? You know, uh, I mean, because you knew they were not going to take it, would you not want to have experienced all that joy? So we had this, yeah, yeah. and it was great. It was and, awesome. and they and they they played a great game, and it was a great game to watch. It was a great game but to watch. That's the way these things work. Yeah, one team wins and one team loses. Yeah, we. It's uh, like Thunderdome. Steve. Exactly. Two men enter, one man leaves, and there's somebody with a dwarf on their shoulder. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but like, that makes it fun. That's uh, what makes it fun. Yeah, so when I the agony and sheer. Terror is what makes it fun. When we got back on Friday night, uh, we had to, me and, and Cuz and Kyle had to take a taxi back to the radio station. So we drove through the city. It looked great. Yeah. Everything was green. Everything was lit up green. Like Lincoln Financial Field, like all the buildings. And, and yeah, so that excitement that, you know, yeah. and everybody, you know, like, yes, everybody loves one another and go burst this and go burst that. So, yeah, it, it's all good. And obviously what we wanted to happen last night didn't happen. But uh, I went to the, the grocery store before the game to, to on Sunday, Shell, and I go shopping for the week. Yeah, and, yeah. So, and we went in and uh, we weren't going to a party or anything like that. We were just going to be at home. And we were there in the afternoon, and it was buzzing. I yes. mean, uh, because people were gearing up for their for their parties that yeah. they were going to, and it was really cool. And and everyone was uh, was happy and conversing with each other and sharing love and all yeah. that stuff. So you know that excitement is really cool to see. It was great, and yeah. we got that gift, and that's yeah. something that you, they they can take away. And again, the, look at where we got and how many cities didn't even remotely close to enjoying this run up the way we did. Hey, yep. and so right now uh, we lost the World Series, the MLS Cup, and the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. So hey, Sixers, hey, are you listening? Flyers, <laughs> Flyers too. Come on, we need you to lose the Stanley you need, Cup. You need to yeah. just get to the yeah. to the dance. Yeah, that's all you get. Yeah. And then lose, and then we'll have. That would be a record year of every major team. Yeah. You know, it happened in 1980. The uh, Phillies won the World Series in 1980, but the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, lost. The uh, Flyers made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, lost. The Sixers lost to the Lakers in the NBA oh Championship. Oh, yeah, so I'm Phillies looking won. for a repeat. Well, maybe, Steve, the Sixers are the one win out of, oh. eight, out of the last four or five, if you include the Union. So we'll see. Yeah. So uh, I think right now Philly is uh, is the crap. We are the, uh, the S. Then, we're the number two. Yeah, we're... Uh, Look, to have three teams in in a, the championship game, the championship round, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The results weren't cool. Right. But right. to get there, to have those three other teams, that's pretty amazing. All right. Well, what do you say we move forward? We, right. we definitely will be recapping what we saw. Got to we'll, perform the autopsy. A little bit later on. Yep. We'll, we'll break it all down. Yeah. 
Uh, but we do have a couple other things to mention before we uh, stop for a second here. Uh, we have a new Word of the Week prize. Dave Matthews Band. We have a double shot, a pair of reserved seats for Friday, uh, July 21st, and a pair of pit tickets Whoa. for Saturday, July 22nd. That's awesome. So you get to go. You get great seats for both of those shows. And we'll do the letter of the day of the Word of the Week at the end of the program. Uh, we have a concert announcement we're going to get to around music news time, so 10 a.m.-ish is when that will take place. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report, uh, stupid question, all that stuff when we get back. So stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll get to Super Bowl recap and all that stuff in uh, in a little while. We have, we did a little short version of it a few minutes ago, but um, we'll, we'll dive into more of this. We need to take a break. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> so we're going to go somewhere else for now. Ask a stupid question. Get in the entertainment report. The stupid question prize, by the way, a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And the question I have for you is as follows. Who was the first black artist to win Grammy for Album of the Year? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call if you know the answer. He was the first black artist to win a Grammy for Album of the Year. Two one five two six three WMMR. I'll mention some birthdays today. Uh, is the thirteenth day of February, and we will start with a name out of uh, the Grease film. Stockard Channing Riz Rizzo. Rizzo celebrates her birthday. She today. was, uh, and she pulls it off. She was 41 when the film was shot. <laughs> and uh, I think she was, actually, Steve, I think she was like 29. She, they were all older. Like around 30. And yeah. you sort of suspended the reality of the situation. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, she was kind of a, an interesting choice, but I think she did a great job with it. Yeah, she ended up being the right choice. And, her animated and, version of herself in the credits looks the most like her. They are going to, and I mentioned this uh, last week, there's some kind of a, a, a pink ladies yes. series, uh, yes. an origin show that's coming out. I, so when I was a kid and this movie was out, we... Love, 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 loved it, and love this soundtrack. Right, all right. This was the only point in the soundtrack that I would fast forward to the song. I just couldn't take it. But now, I love it's this It's a delightful song. ditty it's about great... being as loose as you can. <laughs> but there were things that you Absolutely. Could do, you know, so uh, I just hated this song. But now, I like it. 
So, uh, Riz, Stalker Channing. Of course, she was great in uh, The West Wing as well. She's 79 today. She was in a disaster movie parody called The Big Bust. Do you remember I, that, Preston? I do remember it, that. The first nuclear bust. It was yes. hilarious, actually. Yeah. Uh, Kim Novak, Steve. She yes. goes way back. Uh, Vertigo. Hitchcock, yes. Yeah. She is 90 years old So, today. she, Preston, was another one of those platinum blonde pristine, porcelain-skinned actresses that Hitchcock really had a kink for. Yep, he was uh, he was kind of his... He was a ton perv. Yeah, it was his thing. Uh, so she celebrates... The changes. <laughs> She's 90 years old. I agree, I agree. Yeah. She's 90 today. Uh, Mena Savari has her birthday today. We um, talked to her um, a little Pie while ago. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, American Pie movies obviously were huge for her, and American Beauty was a, a big role, too. Yeah, Nicole. yeah. Uh, she is 44 years old today. Uh, Jerry Springer's uh, birthday is today. Jerry. You can hear the Jerry chants even without saying them. He was cool, though, when he came in here. Yeah. Nice he, guy. I liked him. There was a guy who embraced all of the controversy. And, I mean, remember, when he was mayor, he he had a, had a scandal for yeah. um, a hooker, a hooker encounter. And uh, and then there he was on Broadway from Chicago and all that stuff. He now is a judge show. Uh, Jerry turns 79 years old today. Uh, it is Henry Rollins' birthday today. Wow. We've had the chance to talk to Henry a couple occasions. He's always good conversation. He's kind of a renaissance guy. Dude, I'm, he, this is insane. So his spoken word performances, yeah, yeah. He, when he plans a tour and goes out on tour, and I kid you not, I've looked at the dates myself, he works seven days a week. He does not stop. He goes from city to city, and he'll do that. Yeah. For like eight, nine months. And I mean That's every grueling. single night without a night off. And this I find hard to believe, but from what I understand is he doesn't have a routine that he does. He goes out and he does new stuff every night and just talks about whatever is on his mind. That's crazy. But I see it because he's one of these people I think whose brain never, never stops. stops. Yeah, yeah. I, to, to work nonstop for seven or eight months—it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, he is celebrating his sixty-second birthday today. One of the all-time greatest musicians, Peter Gabriel, has his birthday today. Uh, he turns seventy-three years old today, uh, and I've never had the opportunity to see him live. So I saw him. So I saw him for the show. So um, yeah, uh, when they played so from beginning to end. Yeah, uh, and it was terrific. I mean, he he's on stage as a great showman, but I mean, with that catalog, oh. everything is a hit. Happy seventy-third, Peter Gabriel. Uh, Prince Michael Jackson. So that's uh, Michael's oldest son. This this will blow you away. He's twenty six years old. Young man, I remember when he was born. Yeah, I was at the christening. Yeah, no way. Hey, Steve, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you don't really hear about him or blanket. You hear about the girl, but uh, not too as much. Yeah, yeah. Us. Um, so she she does a lot. He's actually a very even keel guy. And and um, what do the, what do the other two do? Are they I, in entertainment at all? I believe he does a little bit of music as well and stuff. So yeah, not really sure. Uh, he's twenty six today. And then the last birthday is an actress by the name of Pernilla August, and she played Anakin Skywalker's mother in the Star Wars. <laughs> films. What? Shmi. Shmi. That, that was, was her name? That was her name, yeah. Okay. Um, hang on. When do we see her mom? Uh, His in mom? the first two episodes, episode one and episode two. Yes. And she, right. gets, uh, she gets taken by the sand people. Oh. And she's married to Shmegma, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, Shmi and Shmegma. <laughs> Skywalker. What? <laughs> I, so your, I saw your that. Your father's name is Shmegma? <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I need to get this straight. <laughs> I got all sort of confused. I was thinking of Luke's mom, which would be Natalie Portman. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, right. That makes no sense. Hard to follow. Yeah, you're thinking, you're, this is Shmegba. She is uh, 65 <laughs> they also, today. They hinted it like it was an, an immaculate uh, conception. They there. did. Like, oh, the, yeah. Darth Vader never had a did dad. They? Yeah. And then, and then like, the whole midichlorians thing kicked in with, with a little Annie. I hated that whole element, that, <laughs> yeah. that it was some sort of chemical. They the, the force was something a little bit more ethereal. Yeah, it was magical. Yeah, and, and when you knew it was basically like Tide Pods. <laughs> right. Your blood count. I've forgotten. Yeah. How, how did they, what, did they give them a drink or something or no, what? No, they were just like, genetically, they had, it's like having a blood oh, type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, Liam that's Neeson right. took like a blood sample. He's like, oh, it turns out the midichlorian levels are off the charts. Right. It turns out you have the right blood. Schmegba, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. come here. Yeah. Part of the reason why uh, Anakin went to the dark side is because uh, his mom got killed by the sand people. Okay. There you you know, know, he went... Yes. Yeah, yes. so he's like, I'm going to call the Jedis. Not the Sand People. Yeah. I'm going to go... Yeah. Right, yeah. kill the younglings. Yeah. Well, they're easy. Yeah. Yeah. They don't put up a fight. <laughs> I wanted to name a band Anakin and the younglings. Well, that's a good name. Great. I thought that was a pretty good one. How about Shmi and Shmegma? Shmi and Shmegma. They'll be the opening act. It's a duo unplugged... <laughs> like uh, Indigo Girls. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. All right, uh, we're going to see if we can get a uh, an answer to Super Question. This morning, it was first black artist to win a Grammy for Album of the Year, 215-263-WMMR. It is Eric that we will go to. Eric, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Uh, Eric, Eric. so uh, who's first black artist to win a Grammy for Album of the Year, please? Stevie Wonder. You are correct. Stevie Wonder won it for Inner Visions. And I don't know what year that came out. We'll have to check on that. Thank you to Craig Lagans for the questions. Eric, hang on the line. We are going to give you a $50 Metro Diner uh, dining card, and you can kick mealtime traditions to the curb this year. Enjoy new hearty dishes like the Carnitas Scramble Bowl at Metro Cristo. Wow. A sandwich stacked between two fried jelly-filled donuts mm. topped with powdered what? sugar. Visit, a jelly donut? <laughs> visit MetroDiner.com. Two of them. All right. Where's my damn jelly donut? We'll go uh, through some movies and see how they did at the box office. Number one was Magic Mike's Last Dance. Made $8.2 million, followed by Avatar of the Way of Water, Titanic. Yeah, they re-released it because of the Super Bowl week. They try to counter-program for movies that might appeal to women. At, in the movie theaters? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it came in third, uh, followed by 80 for Brady, Puss in Boots. Uh, knock at the cabin. A man called Otto. Eighth was missing. Uh, then you have Megan and Plane. I'm surprised. Knock at the cabin. It was number Didn't one last week. Longer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A so. lot of people were get, a lot of good feedback on that movie. Yep. Uh, so that's top ten at the box office. Uh, let's go into some stories. All right. It looks like there may be trouble in paradise. For Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. On Saturday, the actress shared a post to Instagram that has people speculating about whether she and the Bloody Valentine singer have broken up. Along with photos of herself and video of a burning envelope, Fox shared lyrics from Beyonce's Pray You Catch Me, writing the caption, You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. And when a fan commented saying he probably got with Sophie, referring to guitarist Sophie <gasps> Lloyd, oh, the actress responded saying, maybe I got with Sophie. Oh. Along with a fire emoji. Fire. 
liar. Uh, Fox also deleted photos of the pair together from her page, including their engagement announcement from January 2022. Slay queen. She later deactivated her account altogether. That sounds pretty gnarly That's to me. That's pretty conclusive to me. I would have to say so. In fact, I'm going to prefer to just assume it happened and never find out whether it did or didn't. Okay, you yeah, go yeah. with that. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's it's the best course of action. It is know that they fun. broke up, then everything's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, Lori Laughlin uh, beamed from ear to ear in her first award show that appearance. That must have weird. Uh, since the infamous college admissions scandal, the Full House star posed for pics at the 30th Annual Movie Guide Awards in Los Angeles on Friday in what marked her first ceremony attendance since being released from prison in December 2020. Laughlin stepped out at a vibrant pink ensemble consisting of a silk blazer and trousers of the same color as well as a silky blouse of a darker shade. It sounds delightful, doesn't it, Kathy? It's all the silkiness. <laughs> so silky. Do you think I could work that? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> she completed the look with minimal makeup and her hair up in a bun with several tresses let down and curled, and she accessorized with a, <laughs> with a dark pink clutch wow. and a pair this of... This just said <laughs> we earlier reported it was a clutch. It was a full-blown pocketbook. We got out of jail. Jim, where did that false information about the clutch make it into the story? I don't know, Tom. All right, thank you. She also had a pair of pointy heels and uh, that were of the same shade, too. I like Preston's recap of it. Yes. You. Uh, <laughs> you sound good reporting it. What, what was the event? Was it like the TV Guide or Movie Guide? Awards. Oh, Movie Guide. Yeah, so, so there, this has to be a lower-tier event. Yeah, it's yeah, not a big They provided free, uh, free uh, meal. Uh, on the flashy red carpet, uh, the actress was seen rubbing shoulders with her longtime pal and former co-star Candace Cameron Bure. The pair laughed and posed for pictures together oh. before <laughs> heading into the ceremony. That's <laughs> just oh, a delicate uh, laugh. The pair, who were co-presenters at the award show in the Hollywood's Avalon Theater, purposefully avoided all questions from the media. So they stayed away from all that. Uh, in a recent interview with The Guardian, Jada Pinkett Smith opened up about her struggle with alopecia an autoimmune disorder that causes hair loss. And, of course, this comes after Chris Rock made a joke about her bald head at the Oscars and Will Smith got up and smacked the crap out of him. Uh, the actress told the outlet that her diagnosis had been a great teacher. Uh, she said it's been a hard one, a scary one, uh, because specifically as black women, we identify so much of ourselves with our hair and it was scary I had to really dig deep and see the beauty of myself beyond my aesthetics. Uh, Following the infamous Oscar slap, uh, Pinkett Smith had said, I learned a lot about detachment and I learned a deeper beauty within myself. Being able to let my hair go. I'll tell you this. She rocks that bulb. I mean, she looks great. Yeah, sure. And as far as her aesthetics go, it helps also. She's got like a rock hard body. On yes. Top, so she's got some aesthetics. You know, it's kind of wild. Her mother's actually in better shape than she is. Yeah. The mother's in the like red table talk. Yeah. She's uh, she's doing wonderfully well, especially being an older woman. Yeah. Following the launch of her vaginal wellness gummies, Courtney oh Kardashian <laughs> has faced some sharp criticism. For women's, uh, from women's health experts who slammed the celebrity's probiotic as incredibly problematic. Kardashian's Instagram post advertising her new product said, Vaginal health is such an important part of a woman's overall well-being and not talked about enough, which is why we are so excited to launch this. Give your, vaginal the su- give your vagina the sweet treat it deserves 
You sound insane. And turn it into a sweet treat. How do you chew something with your vagina? So listen to this. She said, uh, you know what they say? You are what you eat. We combined real pineapple and vitamin C with the power of clinically studied SNZ 1969 probiotics to target vaginal health and pH levels that support freshness and taste. I kid you not. Freshness and taste. So this ad is sending the completely wrong message. She's laying on her back and there are cats circling her, Preston. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of strange. But as she's talking about the what she's eating. No, she's yeah. talking about. Oh, what, yeah, she is. So she's, no, talking, she's about, talking about what she's. She's talking about the the probiotic that she's eating that I, she's chewing. Let me dive into this a little bit more. Okay, Kardashian rolled out her latest vitamin called Lemmy Purr yeah. this week. You know, like a kitty cat, like yeah. a pussy cat. Uh, you know, you know, we're going with that. But gynecologists and other women's health experts uh, promptly called out the reality television star and her new product. Experts cautioned consumers that there is no scientific evidence behind Kardashians' claim that the vitamins not. work. Reminded potential buyers to seek advice from their doctor instead of an influence, influence or celebrity, and said the promises of uh, the products were purely misogynistic and anti-feminist, which I found an interesting comment, but. Uh, in 2019, Kardashian started her wellness brand, Poosh. Yeah. And last year, she launched her vitamin and supplement line. Queef Vajamic. Called Lemmy. That's the supplement line uh, to further establish yourself in the wellness industry. And uh, obstetrics and gyneco- gynecology specialist, Dr. Brooke uh, Vandermolen, who is popular for her women's health advice on Instagram, said that uh, Kardashians claim that her gummies target vaginal wellness has no merit and challenged the assertion that they can help with vaginal freshlet. Kathy, mm-hmm. freshness, odor, and taste. Okay. There you go. There, All right, there, there you is. go. And there so it they is. have the, the earlier bird special, <laughs> a little uh, bit of a vag. All vaginas. This is a how's the vag here? The doctors. <laughs> Well, yeah, so we use Lemmy in all our yeah. vaginas, so they're quite tasty. But they're saying that that claim is a bunch of BS, right? Yeah. This is yeah. this is exactly like what Gwyneth Paltrow got into the same sort of mess, claiming that she had stuff that was an enhancement for vaginal yeah. wellness or whatever. And, and, they, and like scent. And, and it's not, like yes, and it's not based on anything. Well, and, and, but that's the thing. I don't even know. I don't think that's what a probiotic does. I know. <laughs> so the doctor told uh, uh, this publication, all vaginas have an individual smell and taste. Mm. Word taste. There you go, Kathy. Which will vary according to your menstrual cycle. Tapioca. Exercise patterns. <laughs> and your diet. Uh, the- <laughs> you know that they sell, they sell, <laughs> Kathy, you may not be aware of this, See? but they actually sell supplements that are supposed to um, tailor the taste of uh, seminal fluid. So, uh, yeah, you remember this product yeah, that was out for a long sure. time? Yeah. Like it so, tastes like ice cream? I, I don't know. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. But, I mean, this is, so, this is, a, a, this is a product uh, line. Yeah, whether that's legit or not, too, I think remains I to be seen I as well. I can't imagine it is. Uh, the odor, now this is according to the doctor. Let me preface by saying the this. The witch doctor. This is the odor of discharge is important for the function of... The vagina, because it means a healthy balance of bacteria are present in the micro, uh, microbiome. Vagina. Uh, so it is purely, and, and this is where the doctor brings in the misogynistic things. She says it is uh, purely misogynistic and anti-feminist to suggest that vaginas are somehow unclean or unhygienic because their natural odor doesn't fit in with the ideal provided in the yes. mainstream media and porn. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, they're saying... Her vagina is cold. Listen, talk to your doctor. 
if you got some issues. Don't... I talk to my doctor. I talk to Dr. Mike all the time about my vagina. Don't talk to Courtney Kardashian about it. I watched this. Um, you know who Ian Bag is, the comedian. Yes. All right. So he, I saw this clip last week where there's a kid in the crowd, who's 14 years old. Okay, uh-huh. and. By the way, like you, you, fourteen year olds don't belong in that crowd anyway. But he goes, "Hey, you know, and you're oh, you're there with your dad. Hey, have you talked to him about sex yet?" And the dad's like, "Yes." And then he goes, <laughs> and "He's like, yeah, but I bet you he didn't talk to you about taste and and stuff like that." And he got that graphic. He got pretty graphic wow. with like without like. But he said something about the taste and about the kick that you had that it has. And he likens it to like Caesar salad dressing, and I was I was just absolutely floored, and I never thought about it until Ian Bag said that, and I was like, oh my gosh, there is like a there's a little there's a tanginess. Yeah, I, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you know what one of the ingredients in in Caesar salad dressing is? Is it anchovies? Yes. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Bill just ate a bite. Uh-huh. According, I'm going to end it all. <laughs> I can't go on. According to uh, People Magazine, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are officially parents of four children now. Uh, Lively shared a photo of herself with uh, Ryan and her mother, Tammy, to Instagram Sunday. And uh, fans quickly noticed the absence of her baby bump. Uh, and she wrote, uh, Puppy Bowl Sunday 2023 has been busy. She wrote, including photos of the dishes they made for the big event. So <laughs> I don't really have any other details than that right They watched now. the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. So did I. Uh, let's see. Halle Berry is having a good laugh at herself. The Monsters Ball actress took to Instagram on Friday to share a reel of herself face planting <laughs> as she approached the podium at a charity event. And she takes a full face plant. Did you see the, the video? Did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she said, sometimes you bust your ass, she wrote in the caption. But she was uh, able to admit it and get that out there in the open. And yeah, sometimes <laughs> it happens. Uh, on Friday's episode of The Talk, Jerry O'Connell gave his wife, Rebecca Romaine, a Magic Mike-style lap dance in celebration of his 49th birthday. Uh, Romaine sat in a chair, uh, smiling, as O'Connell performed his routine in a pair of jeans with his shirt off. Uh, the dance ended with the Jerry Maguire star carrying Romaine off stage. He's in pretty good shape. Yeah. Remember, yeah. The, 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 the chubby kid in Stand By Me is, uh, you know, it blossomed. He did fine. Yeah. And he's, uh, what, he's 49? He's yeah. in great shape for 49. Absolutely. You know what she's really good on? She's a Star Trek Strange New World. Uh, well, she is uh, the number one character, the, the second in command, basically. And she's okay. great. Nice. Um, so, all right. Uh, I'm not overly familiar with this guy, but uh, his name is Alexander Ludwig. Uh, he was from Hunger Games and also Vikings. Yes. Uh, he and his wife, uh, Lauren Ludwig, are expecting a baby. The Ludwigs. Yep. Uh, the pair announced the news to Instagram on Saturday and uh, they commented on having suffered multiple pregnancy losses, along with a photo of Alexander holding Lauren's baby bump in a mirror selfie. The uh, Vikings actor wrote, it's been a long road, and we wanted to wait until things were looking promising this time around. Thank you guys for all the support. We couldn't be more grateful. Lauren shared the same photo and wrote in the caption, as a lot of people, you know, it's been a long road for Alexander and myself, uh, and we suffered three losses uh, before this one, but each one of the losses... Uh, taught us about ourselves and each other to everyone uh, out there who has suffered miscarriages before. The, there is light on the other side of your journey. You are not alone, is uh, what she says. On this Viking show, the craft services, do you think they serve Sir Stroman? Oh, I would hope so. Keep authentic. This is a tradition. Right. You know, yeah. 
Hey, Tim Allen has confirmed he will return as the voice of Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 5. Wow. So Buzz Lightyear is going to be in it. And he also said uh, that Woody will be in it. There's no confirmation that um, Tom Hanks is on board yet. My God, it's got to be. It has to yeah, be. I mean, they love that. And those guys are, are good friends, uh, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. Yeah, he tweeted, uh, see you soon, Woody. You are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> and you have my pity. And off we go to number five, to infinity and beyond. Did you see number four? Um, I, I saw it. I don't remember. Keanu Reeves was the evil oh, Knievel yeah. type. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was. It, it was actually. I, I always pro, pro approach these with reticence because I'm like, oh, don't ruin it. Well, three was, was so good. He, he was, three was perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, exactly. It was so emotional. The wrap up was great. And but four was good. It so, really yeah. was. Yeah. There's a there's a line. I think it's in one or two of Toy Story where Tim Allen with Buzz is like, "I'm over here sucking down Darjeeling," and like this like the anger that comes out of his voice, the way that he delivers it is so damn good. Yeah. Uh, Allen's return comes after the release of the top uh, Toy Story spinoff, Lightyear, and the 2022 animated film that explored the origin story of Buzz Lightyear and featured Chris Evans as the voice of the character, uh, and uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger. Announced the Toy Story and Frozen sequels during a quarterly earnings call. Uh, we had mentioned that uh, last week. They're also going to do another uh, Zootopia. Which uh, is Kathy's favorite animated movie, right? Uh, one of them. I okay. really liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, Deadline reports Saturday. A spokesperson with the Sheriff's Department in Southern California provided an update on the search for missing actor Julian Sands. Oh, this is this is. There's no way this is ending well. Uh, yeah, the actor disappeared from the Mount Baldy region of the San Gabriel Mountains uh, a month ago now. Oh and he said, regarding the search for Julian Sands, we remain hopeful, but no, the outcome will not be what we would like. Unless uh, he's been adopted by a pack of wolves. Yeah, I, mean, right. I can't imagine anything's going on that's good. He said conditions on Mount Baldy remain a danger and our aviation division still patrols the area when they are available and we also plan to search the area by ground in the future. Think of the difficulty of that, like a search and recovery in, yeah. in, in that terrain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Majors enters the MCU as the next major villain portraying Kang, the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, looking ahead at Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, Majors recently revealed that he would like to share the big screen with Robert Downey Jr., reprising his role of Iron Man. Uh, it could happen, multiverse. Some, maybe a flashback. Yeah, yeah who knows? Why yeah. not? Uh, he said, this is like a Robert Downey Jr. day. He just keeps popping up in my head. He said, uh, like, I know he's an OG. I mean, he's one of the originals, and I'm just such a huge fan of him as an actor. I think what he did with Iron Man was such a gift to the culture at large, and I would love to be across from him uh, on screen to see how our philosophies, acting-wise and character-wise, just personally match up. He said, I find him to be such a fascinating artist, which is why Iron Man is so fascinating. There'd be no MCU without Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau. I think they could reintroduce him as the adult version of his character in Weird Science. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, he said his uh, portrayal of Iron Man is so fascinating, and he represents a very clear worldview of uh, and energy of the Avengers. If you go back to him in Weird Science, it's pretty funny to see he had this 
huge gap he did, yeah. between his teeth uh, before he eventually got that uh, straightened out. But I loved his character in that movie. So he's playing Such Kang, and he's playing the nemesis in the Creed movie as well. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, that's I right. I mean, his, his star's on the rise. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and speaking of uh, the MCU, or actually just superhero movies more in particular, because it's a DC film, but uh, and we'll break down some of the things we saw in the Super Bowl last night as far as commercials went, but uh, Warner Brothers released the official trailer for The Flash. Um, that was aired last night. The trailer shows Ezra Miller's Barry Allen meeting another version of himself in the multiverse, as well as two different Batman played by Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton, which was so cool to see. It looks so goddamn good. You knew, like, you knew that in, in that first teaser trailer when he's standing next to something that we all assumed was the Keaton Batmobile, uh, and and then you got to see more of it realized. I am conflicted about this movie because. Um, I it, it, all the word on it is that it's great, and and I love the director, and I really have enjoyed Ezra Miller as the Flash, and yet there's all this baggage that you're going to have to completely push to the side when you go in to see it, you know. Uh, so but, that's why you're conflicted on yeah, it, yeah. Because also because it, uh, and and whether they they say they're going to. F- does this start a continuing thing? Are they going to, you know, forgive and forget? Are they going to work with him as far as clearing up his image? Or I think so. Is I this think, the finality of it? I think they can get it together. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to have to promote it really without him, though. I mean, he's not going to be able to there's do any no of the press tour, you know, yeah. so they're going to rely yeah. on Michael Keaton and Batman and, and whatever else to sell tickets to it. But, yeah, Steve, like, he's he's a really troubled person who's done apparently some pretty horrific things. It's hard to support a guy like that. Um, and they're also, you never know, Christian Bale might be in this too. There's a moment where you see that um, bike that uh, that he rode. So, And it's a multiverse and there's also... Affleck? Uh, yeah. Is in it? Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah. And, uh, but also, uh, we see Zod yes. come back. Yeah. And, and there's a Supergirl in there too at the end. So as with this storyline, what he has done has altered these many different storylines... So much so that Zod is victorious. Yeah. yeah. All of that is great. I love it. Does yeah. that mean that Cable's in it as well? Maybe. I don't know. He should be. <laughs> I'm just wondering at what point during the <coughs> game was this, did this air? Was it first? It wasn't the full trailer case. It was like maybe 45 seconds. or, or but I yeah. all of it. Yeah. Maybe you, you met, were going. Did, did you go to the bathroom at all? No, halftime. Did you mean peeps? No. I think it was second quarter. Second quarter? Yeah. It was great. Uh, the the yeah. full version is up for the grabs. Impressive. That motorcycle, on that motorcycle you're seeing is actually Ben Affleck. That is a multiverse version of Batman. Okay. Yes. But it looks like the pot, the, the bat pod. It did? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're ready for clips now. Here we go. The New York City socialites of Bravo's Summer House are back for another season of elaborate partying in the Hamptons. And here... Uh, Danielle Oliveira. Oh, yeah. Talks about the outrageous amount of money that they spend. Here we go. Lindsay's birthday cost her a lot of money. Um, but it's like in the thousands, like a, a, an easy 5,000. Oh, shut the f- <laughs> up, huh? Okay, uh, Summer House Season 7 airs tonight, 9 o'clock. That's on Bravo. How do you feel the seasons have been over the, the past six Summer House seasons? The third was my favorite. Yeah. And then it's always the case. Kind of went down after that. That's when that. they hit their stride. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> Next clip, here we go. Not every director wants parents' opinion when it comes to filming their child. However, that was not the case in the new film, She Came from the Woods. And here, directors Eric and Carson Bloomquist uh, talk about the positive reactions that they've received. We had this group of dads on the set who a lot of our ensemble of children uh, 
belonged to. I guess. <laughs> and they were just, anytime something happened, they were just like the biggest cheerleaders for these kids. They were horror dads through and through. If someone wants to yank a guy's prank, <laughs> I say love. That almost sounded identical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she came from the woods in is uh, in theaters now, if you want to check that out. And there you go. That's our last item in the entertainment report this morning. If you're just joining us, we welcome you. Yeah, I know. That's all we have to say. The Eagles won. No, we <laughs> Maybe, maybe we need the flash. You could fix this. <laughs> Somewhere in the multiverse, I would take a Zod victory for an Eagles victory. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we do need to break down some of uh, what went on last night. So we'll, we'll take a break and we'll come back in a second. We're taking the ride together. We're in the same mindset as you, friends. So let's hang out. We'll be back in just a few minutes. All right. President Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, what do you want to say? What do you guys say? 215-263-WMMR. We talked about, you know, how we go about handling uh, the first open conversation that we have of the day where we're going to, you know, dive into the Super Bowl and what we saw last night. But why don't we just let people... Open Bent. up and say well, say what you want to say, yeah. or yes, or celebrate. Listen, a it's team that played that played very well and deserves oh. lots of accolades. An amazing season, absolutely. Two one five two six three WMMR is our number. So I was watching uh, six ABC last night, and they had uh, Annie McCormick and Walter Perez in Center City, sort of covering win or lose, what would happen. And it, there were some gatherings of people outside around city uh, city hall and Broad Street or whatever. And there seems like there was a few sort of. Disruptions, but nothing bad happened that I could see. Did you guys see any? There was a, terrible the, behavior. Not afterwards. Before. I mean, they had the yeah, car yeah. flipping over at 4 o'clock. <laughs> right, yeah. But <laughs> after the game, it seemed like people were just. There was a little tear gas. Uh, Apparently there did was. Did you see tear gas? That's what they said. I didn't know where it was. It was Where'd just, you see that? I, I saw it in the uh, the Daily oh. Mail. So they have a picture. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but it was just. And it what, didn't seem like any, like a huge. It was just basically if you could. Or, or whatever. It was it probably might, Philadelphia, New Mexico is where the. It could have been Philadelphia, New Mexico. Well, I saw tear some, gas or just a smoke bomb? I saw, no, I saw smoke from an exhaust. So okay. Call up the yard. Andy McCormick okay. uh, tweeted something out. But yeah, I, I didn't see any terrible behavior last night. Okay. For the most part, no. It seemed. Listen. You know, um, it's too much effort at that uh, point. Yeah. Right. Everyone's so disappointed you know? and depressed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the cheese and face down with cops before being sprayed with tear gas wow. is what it says here. Now, this here's this video footage up on their page. Huh. I don't know where that's from, but I'll say this. For the most part, though, in the article, they say everything was, was fairly comfortable. I, I think one of the uh, touching moments, I forget what I was watching, but... After the game, there was a, a you know a, an Eagles fan clearly at the stadium walking up the steps, and there are a couple of Chiefs um, fans there, and they fist bumped each other, and he's he's like saying you know good game like there was it was not I'm gonna kill you you yeah. know there was everyone he, kind of the I, fan bases I thought uh, you know the vibe that we had in in Phoenix like it was jovial you know and I even said when we were in Arrowhead uh, I'm like I, I don't I have I have no, like. I have no hatred for, yes. the, for the team, for the city, for you know what I mean. And like, when, it, case, yeah. when, they, when they compared the teams and com- all of the things that were similar and that were sort of, um, you know, incestuous. Yeah, there was so much there. Was, there. there was, there was. Uh, now I don't know what you guys all did, but you know, Cap, did you watch it at home? Nick, did you watch it at home? Or? I did. Yeah. Okay, so I watched it at my brother's, and when it, when the game was over, 
it was real quiet, like not you know, and everybody so disappointing. Just, everybody just yeah. kind of gathered their stuff. I'm like, only Grammy Cross. Did you go over to the piano and start playing Hallelujah? And they don't have a piano there. <laughs> The Eagles fans outnumbered the Chiefs fans at the Super Bowl. I oh, think it for was, sure. Uh, oh, yeah. six, it was in the 60s as far as Eagles fans go, 60%, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, when when something would uh, good would happen for the Chiefs, you would hear some cheering. When something good would happen for the Eagles, you heard a lot of cheering. You'd hear the full yeah. Eagles mm-hmm. chant and everything. Right. Uh, it was it was wild to see it. Um, uh, you know, the thing that kills me, though, with, with this, you know, and it's the nature of the beast, the lead-up, the lead-up, the, the constant... There are about nine times I thought, okay, we're getting going now. And, uh, you know, it was false start. And it's a little too much pageantry. It's too much pageantry. So, you know yeah. what I realized last night while watching those commercials, what the Super Bowl has become to me uh, is that Fast and Furious trailer. Yes. I, I mean, I'm like, this is it. They, they've 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 taken it beyond. It's, uh-huh. you know, it's a little, they've gone just a, st- like in those movies, they've too gone much. a couple steps too far. When it comes down to it, the football game is is exciting enough as yeah. it is. Yeah, and and they they need to keep that in mind, um, and the pacing of of all the sponsorships and all it ruins the game. It sure so, does. It, you know, when, fact, when, when you have these these elite athletes just sitting on their asses for forty minutes waiting to start a second half, it, it yeah. does something. It's so much better when when mm-hmm. the game is in progress. Yeah, and then this is what we came for. It's funny you mentioned the Fast and Furious trailer, Preston, because my wife turns to me and she goes. That's one movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for Christ's sake, yeah. So here's the deal. Like, I was at the uh, Super Bowl in Jacksonville, and, and Paul McCartney was the halftime show. Right. <laughs> Stop catering that halftime show to anybody in that stadium. And, and you know, do the halftime show somewhere else for the billions of people that are watching worldwide, not not the 60,000 people that are in that stadium. Right. And then that way, you can maybe get right back to it. It's, it's unnecessary. And, and, and also... This halftime show was okay. I was waiting for her to like put some green on. Well, we <laughs> found out. we're going to get to that. Yeah. We're, we're going to break yeah, that stuff down later on. I, I loved it, but yeah. anyway, let's go to some calls here. I'm going to go to uh, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Jacob? You can't be mad at the performance, but with the turf and the fumble, I think those are the biggest things. That if 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 the turf wasn't as bad as it was. <laughs> and we didn't lose that fumble, it would have been a completely different game. Well, you know, despite how, the Jacob, uh, completely, uh, these things weigh out, and, and there's always, everyone sort of says at the end of the day, everyone had their their um, issues, both sides that they had to overcome. But oh, I, yeah. I I agree with you, man. We said oh, it earlier yeah. this morning, that ground was in horrible condition. Yeah. I don't think I saw a... a a replay of any play where there was not someone slipping, slipping. Dude, bending even, their ankle. Even touchdown celebrations yeah. were yeah. slipping. They were yeah. slipping for yeah. that. But, but here's yeah. the deal with that, though, Jacob. Both teams got to play teams, on that yep. crap. Oh, yeah. I agree. You know. No. Yeah. And, and you but heard. You. Thanks. You heard all the, you know, in, in the postgame uh, interviews and stuff like that. But oh, they, yeah. They all said both teams had to play on these services. Both of them had to run forward, backwards. You know, so, so the NFL... And the groundskeepers in in Phoenix need to like be held accountable because There's a guy he, named yeah. George Toma, uh-huh. yeah, who's his ninety four year old groundskeeper, and apparently this this was probably he's I think he's prepared the 
uh, the the sod for 56 other Super Bowl games. And this was his swan song, basically, right? Yeah, and it, he was supposedly, yeah, that was going to be, well, the, I guess he's done every single Super Bowl. He was, he was taking part of, of every single one. But anyhow, yeah, this was going to be his last one. Oh, boy. But even Terry Bradshaw in the, in the <laughs> I don't remember if it was halftime or pregame, and he was going on about, yeah. the, they painted the field out here. I don't know why they did that. Well, for the first time I've ever seen, uh, we talk about the halftime show, prior to the halftime show, they had a whole battalion of people out on the field replacing divots. Yeah. I've never seen that happen, mm-hmm. you know? All right, let me go to some other calls. We're just opening up the phones. Whatever you want to say, feel free. I'm going to go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Heather? Oh, it's my brother's birthday, my brother-in-law's birthday today. Happy birthday. We're very happy, happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to say happy birthday. He's not going to let it get to him. He already has a great attitude about it, so I just wanted to give a shout-out. Oh, you, you, right, that's it? This is more, okay. more, more of an intervention <laughs> to make sure he's okay. <laughs> Call me, please. Hey, what's his name, Heather? His name is Rick. All okay, right, Rick. Rick. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Well, wish, wish you were uh, celebrating today, but nonetheless. And even though there was a loss, it is Rick's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, despite the upsetting loss of the Eagles, tomorrow will be Rick's birthday. You know what? Uh, there was only one, uh, I would say, one negative thing that, that happened last night. And I actually... The loss? On ins- well, oh, yeah. uh, uh, because of the loss. Oh. And I actually stopped following ESPN on Instagram because of it. Because <laughs> I thought it was totally uncalled for. Uh, they had, they, they photoshopped a picture of basically uh, um, Patrick Mahomes, Iverson stepping over Jalen Hurts, and I was like, that is just, com- I was like, that is totally uncalled for. Uh, uh, you have to uh, see I'm the sorry. picture. Yeah. There was, a, I, I just, I thought it was, you know, listen, it was ESPN's way of saying, hey, you know, way to go, Chiefs, you just won the Super Bowl. But it, they, I, they, I, I don't understand the photo you're referring to. So uh, hopefully they can bring the photo up into, into the, uh, how did Iverson get in this? So when Iverson, ste- no, when Iverson stepped over Tyron Lue uh, on the court, on the court. that's oh, it's a huge yeah. uh, this classic picture, classic yeah, yeah. picture, yeah. and classic video of him stepping over Tyron Lue. And so they they photoshopped they it. They okay. parodied it, and and I'm like, that's I, I hate it. I was like, I was like, please take this down. This is just un- ridiculous photo, and, and and that was the only thing. I was like, that kind of sucked. <laughs> well, they, they're going to do what they're going to do. That's part of the deal. And <laughs> and the fact that he was playing at all during the Super Bowl was amazing. <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Alan Iverson. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go to Jill. Hi, uh, Jill. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, am I on the air? Yes, you are, Jill. Cool. (laughs) What's up, Jill? I have lived across the bridge in New Jersey my whole life until about two years ago. My family's from North Jersey, so I'm actually a Giants fan. But I wanted to say... I'm really, really sorry. Aww. Yes. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah, I I feel it. I feel it. The city is a great place, and I think that it was stripped, and I think that's really unfair. So my condolences to everybody, but better luck next year. Yeah, you know, and it's hard. That reflexive, you know, well, we'll get him next year. I think you also have to wait a little while before you start saying that, you know? Dude, it's like... Really hard to get there, you know what yeah. I mean. So I don't want to say let's get them next year because there's no guarantees, you know. Um, so this this one really really hurts because I, we had we had a really really good team this year. and invested a lot in doing yeah. everything by the superstition bookcase. You had yeah. you had an admission earlier today that you are you might be breaking fully the chain of your superstition rituals. I need help. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, why don't you start off the season uh, and see what happens of, of the, you know, right. yeah. not, not adhering to any of your, your Here's what's gonna happen. until now superstitions. <laughs> There's a really good chance that the Eagles will play the Chiefs first game of the season. Oh. Right. Uh, and so I, if I wear all red and yellow and, and the Eagles lose, I'll be like, I can't do that. How, how about just <laughs> wear regular street clothes? Regular clothes. Neutral, no colors uh, for either Because team. then that'll start a superstition where I'm like, oh, I can't well, wear so colors we're wearing, of any. We're wearing the red wheel, too. You oh, know my what God. I mean? It's ridiculous. I'm all the worst. Right, anyway, you don't ever. understand. Yeah. We'll, we'll put you in touch with a therapist. All right. We'll go to uh, Corey next. Hey, Corey, yeah, you're on the air. Well, Morning. Hey, hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Hey, so uh, I called in about a week and a half ago for the superstitions and stuff yes. like that. Um, I, I told you guys, you know, I had my first kid in 2017, uh, and then I had another kid this year, and we're going to the Super Bowl again. Uh, so, Steve, you had asked me, um, you know, if, if things do go sour, you know, will I be putting this child up for adoption? <laughs> I just wanted to go ahead and confirm that. Okay. You know, you're going to put okay. the child up for adoption. Okay. Thank you for yeah, sticking with it. We're looking for a loving home. <laughs> Uh, for, yeah, for for sale or for trade, uh, he's not potty trained, but you know he's got he's got a good heart. Yes, potential. absolutely. Good oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, thanks for holding yeah. up your end. On All right, this well, too. Yeah, write yeah, up yeah, a document yeah. and get it to us. We'll post it on the website. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got you, brother. All right, thanks. Sorry, Cor. We'll see you, buddy. I think uh, I think twenty years ago, had these three losses with the Union and the Phils and the, and the Eagles last night happened, I would have taken it a lot harder. I, I think I would have been really much more depressed and probably pretty angry about it. Uh, but maybe I'm just at the point in my life now where I'm like, that's really cool to be in three different championships and to to have the run that the Phils had. You can't forget that. And, and, and like, it, really, it was yeah. fun. And and this season with the Eagles has been a lot of fun. And Casey, I I could not agree with you more. They were and are a really good team, uh, but so are the Chiefs. And like that's I, I take a little bit of and the the Phillies lost to a really good team in the Houston Astros. Like I, I take a little bit of solace in making it that far and having these teams to root for that are playing so well. It's it's not great, well, obviously. You're, you're also at the age where you've had a chance to to experience a championship Dude. a couple of times here with the World Series yeah. and, and the Super Bowl. And I was chatting with my son last night, and he's 16, and he was flat-out angry. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and, yeah. and like, I feel bad yeah. for the kid. Like He yeah. was really pissed off last night, and he was blaming the refs and blaming the turf and whatever the hell else, and the Eagles defense didn't show up in the second half and one thing. And I was like, yeah, but... They're playing the Chiefs, who are a really good team with maybe the greatest quarterback in the game right now. So, like, it's it's hard. You, and it wasn't a blowout. It was no. It, it was, was a close. great game. It, and, it and really was. It, it was. There were points where I could not believe what I was seeing. You know, and and so. Um, uh, that but, was amazing. But, but, but in and the Eagles tied it up with a two-point conversion, made it thirty-five, thirty-five. Yeah, that was that was exciting. So exciting! Yeah. It was thrilling at that point, yep. and you knew there was like five minutes left, and oh, anything God could happen. Damn it! I know, I know. And I knew it. I, know. I knew it. Uh, Nothing was. I mean, the first touchdown that was like, oh my God! Did yeah. you start the game? Yeah. yeah. Game over. Yeah. Game <laughs> over. <laughs> Go home, Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, by the way, somebody texted in. This is from Dave. He says, hey, guys, good morning. I just wanted to text in and say that uh, in December it will be my birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, in December it will be that texter's birthday. Um, hang on a second here. Let me get some other. By the way, Preston calls. We're opening up the phones to 15263WMMR. The stadium announcer last night had a, a pipe. Uh, I know. I noticed the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like effortly, effortless, incredibly. My balls are so huge they would fill this stadium. 
yeah, he had he had a monster voice on him. <laughs> Did you notice too? Uh, there's a whole bunch of there, there were actually a number of really cool things going on. The uh, the lead actor from Coda was signing during America the Beautiful. Yeah, that was Troy. really cool. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Re- there were little moments. If you're going to put up with all that lead in, the, you know, stuff. At least they had a couple of cool things going on, but um, yeah, there were there were moments that really. Um, <laughs> but man, I, I, you try not to let yourself go, you know, get in the, get in that pocket where you're going. We're going to take this. We're gonna, this is going to happen. This is going to happen because that's the nature of this. It's the nature of sports in general. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's the way it breaks, and well, it breaks your heart. And and the the way it always it works, and and more specifically, well, football and baseball are kind of like it because you have that. Uh, that tension lead up, you have the pause before yeah. the play starts. Yes. Uh, same thing with baseball as well when you're waiting for that pitch. And yeah. and you can feel physically your body tense up. And you go, and a few times I had to tell myself, chill, pull back, relax. This yeah. is going to happen. Watch it. Take it in and see what's up. But, right. you know, you're just you're, <laughs> your fist uh, ripping the couch, lining out. Everything. Yeah. Uh, let's go to more calls. Anything you guys want to talk about this morning, let's go for it. Uh, regarding the game, that yeah. is. Uh, we'll go to Joe. Philadelphia. <laughs> Joe, good morning. Morning, guys. My uh, wife's birthday's next week. Just oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, despite this depressing loss, Joe's wife's birthday is next week. Everyone bow your heads. What do you uh, want to... I, I, Casey, I blame you, man. I blame you. Oh, you told me to stick with my superstitions. I did, and they lost. Phillies lost. Eagles lost. Them. How do I you now have? I now lo- no longer have a shirt, a cup, or a ball that I can ever hold on to. I got to <laughs> So Casey had the same crisis of conscience earlier, Joe. I don't know if you got to hear it. And so, what, what do you say to Joe, Case? Uh, Speak sh- comfort to him. Shut up, dude. My wife's birthday is next week. So okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Hi, Joe's Joe. wife's birthday is next week. Thank you. I, 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 I drove a thousand hours last week. I, I, I was in an enclosed car with two sick people. If anybody wants to blame me on this, you guys can kiss my ass. <laughs> By I the way, everything you, in my power. I went and visited my dad yesterday. Shut up. It is not my fault. You provided, I yeah. think you guys provided, I don't care win or loss. <laughs> That moment in the parking lot where you were all tearing up, sort of delivering on the the promise of getting the ashes and things out to this, and you didn't fail. You didn't. You did everything you possibly could. That helped us all become that much more connected to this. It's not the way we wanted it to end, but I don't think you didn't. You didn't drop the ball. I mean, I mean it was all no. you, you did. All you could have done. And by the way, I, I wasn't able to collect myself. Yeah. For like a half hour after. Yeah. That. Yeah. No. We drove to Duncan, and I was quiet. I. I like essentially choked back tears for a half hour straight. I have no idea where that came from. He's, he's, he's no talking cl- about the. If you didn't hear, he, yeah. he, he pouring the ashes, spreading the ashes of people who sent the ashes along with you on the trip. Yeah, and 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 you know putting it was the, the lanyard. Yeah. With that it was note the lanyard reading that that um, yeah, and uh, that I have I didn't anticipate it. It was yeah. not manufactured. No, and it stuck with me, and I couldn't. I couldn't shake it. It, yeah. it wasn't until we ended up running into some dude from like Fairless Hills at the Duncan. We bought him some Duncan, and that made me feel, oh, dude. Well, okay. All right. So I forgot that I never got to tell you guys this. Uh, so that guy, and then there was another dude in Duncan, and we decided to just buy everybody that was in the Duncan some nice donuts. Hey, spreading as much goodwill as you can. Order whatever you want. So I had some sneaky suspicions that the one guy in Duncan maybe was falling on hard times. Uh, and that was maybe living out of his backpack. I don't know. But so I order him his stuff. And then he goes out to, there's a little table outside of the Duncan. 
and I go to bring him his munchkins, and sitting on the table was a giant machete, and I was like, okay, here you go, your munchkins. Uh, why don't you leave what? your machete on the... He had a machete on him! In Duncan? He left it outside. He didn't bring it into Duncan with him. You can't bring I, your machete into Duncan. I was Duncan. like, dude, I couldn't help but think of the freaking guy who was like, smash, smash, smash. That guy. Right. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. A hitchhiker. Uh-huh. Because the guy had some <laughs> transient vibes about him. Or oh, maybe boy. he was a maybe he was just a, a machete collector. Or there was a promotion at Duncan. Yeah, machete Mondays. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't machete Friday. Oh, it wasn't Monday. No, it was a Friday. Machete Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. he didn't bring it in. He would have gotten a free box <laughs> of munchkins. Zero yeah. sense then. <laughs> free box of munchkins with every machete. Oh my god! Wow. All right. Yeah, I teared up when Sirianni and Kelsey were tearing up during the national anthem. Me too. That was like <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. I'm like these guys made it. Like this is big. This is you know so big for them. I like I don't know. I just felt for them all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go next to Scott. Hey, Scott, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Nothing. How come nobody's talking about that bad holding call? Well, you I are. Mean, yeah. We're letting you guys yeah, really have the conversation back. here. Yeah. that all you have to say, Scott? Is no, anybody in your family experiencing a birthday this week? I'll tell you why I'm not talking about it, Scott, because I was so sick and tired of listening to to salty Giants and salty 49ers fans over the last three or four weeks. I was so over it because they complained about everything, anything and everything, and then they would not give us our just dues. Like, we smoked those teams to get to the Super Bowl, and nobody wants oh. to give like, Jalen Hurts credit. Nobody wants to give the Eagles credit. So, like, when that happened... Despite how I felt about that call, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And you'll hear, you want to hear Kelsey talk about it. You want to hear Nick Sirianni because yeah. it, it doesn't, it's not one play because it's not that. Jalen Hurts fumbling the ball and gifting the, the, um, the Chiefs a touchdown. And then Kadarius Tony getting to the four yard line. You know, like there were yeah, a million. That, cha- that, cha- that ended the game. That ended their chance they of winning. They all ended the game. They, do you know what I mean? Listen, we ended up I know what you're saying, saying, but I'm just saying that one well, that, call, that's I what know. ended it. Well, anything could have happened as well after that. You never mm-hmm. know. They probably would have gotten the points uh, one way or the other at that point. It either would have been a touchdown or a field goal. Uh, it, it sucked to have it happen at that point in the game. Of course. Course. You know, and, and, like, it just gets magnified. Uh, but Bradbury said afterwards that it was uh, it was holding. Yeah. Like, he I just don't do know. He, he did. He admitted that. He admitted it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know the rules, but, like, they were. I, it looked like they were behind the line of scrimmage. And when you're when and you're allowed to hold at the line of scrimmage and behind the line of scrimmage and and I think you get like a yard or two past that. It was I'm a ticky tack call. At best. It, it, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Is, is that your no, take, Scott? The ball was within five yards. Yeah, that's what I thought, Scott. I you know, and and what sucks is that those calls are not reviewable, and to me, that's that's a little sus. It, it, yes. I yeah. Know. We, let's go do it again. Thanks, and yeah, maybe yeah. we can win this time. Reset. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Bucker makes the field goal, you know. So <laughs> what ends up happening is is uh, they don't make that call. Butker kicks the field goal. They're up by three points. We still have to march down the field. You know what I mean? There's no guarantee that, that you know, people just assume that, well, right. you know, oh, well, we're going to have a minute and 48 seconds, and that's plenty of time to. Sure it is, but yeah. there's no guarantee that that's going to happen either. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to who's been on hold for a while here. Okay, Brett was on hold for a bit. Hi, Brett. Good morning. Hey there, guys. It's my birthday in two weeks. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brett's birthday in two weeks. Um, I just wanted to call in to agree with you guys as far as the pageantry goes. I feel like sometimes you're watching the Super Bowl and it's it's gotten to this point where it's almost like WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, it's all about the halftime show. It's all about the ad. And I don't 
if this is supposed to be the biggest game in football, I don't feel like you should make it the game that least resembles football uh, in yeah. terms of the, the play time and the time that the guys are on there. That's, uh, that's, I just want to agree with that. That's a good point, Brad. If you saw earlier in the game, they showed a side-by-side photo of the, of just the towing costs. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, of the towing costs now. The coin towing costs? Toss, coin tows. <laughs> yeah, towing yeah. costs. And, 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 and what was it? Well, the yeah. first? There were, there were, yeah. there were, there were the, the, the four people. people. The co-captains that yeah. were out there. That was it. And now An there's army. 75 yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the for the towing cost. And yeah. before the kickoff, they were like, and now it's time to start the Super Bowl! <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and then, like, uh, let's wait another two minutes. Right, right, right. Yeah. And meanwhile, there were yeah. three more things like that yeah. leading up to that at, at that point uh, yeah. where we have to everybody get fired up and I, get... Uh, I hate that. Yeah, I, I despise yeah. that. The guys are lined up on the field waiting for the yeah. opening kickoff. They're right here we go! And let's see, we're just going to wait. But first, Brent's sister's birthday is next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I disagree that if you're going to make the halftime show this big 40-minute spectacle, just have that be for the people who aren't there to watch football. Right. Because you've got these guys, and they're sitting in the locker room, and they want to play football. So No, it's, it's true. And if you So the average halftime show is how much longer That's than right. the average... Halftime. Um, so I, like, I, I, I timed it. I t- when when uh, oh. Rihanna started, I started my timer. I was just curious. It yeah. was, it was th- about almost 13 minutes on the nose okay. uh, for that performance. But then you've got the, the pause beforehand to get right. all the production set up, and then they got to break it all down afterwards. So all told, I'm not sure exactly. I think they said it was like a 27-minute like yeah. break. By the way, was it common knowledge? It, it couldn't have been that she was pregnant it wasn't. that and, far and along. She just had a baby, didn't she? Nine no, months no, ago. No. She's pregnant. Well, no, I don't I know. Nine she months ago, had, she had a baby. It was, so, oh, it was nine months ago? Yeah, okay. so she is pregnant. Rochelle and I are sitting there going, uh, she looks yeah. pregnant. I'm like, we would have known about that. That uh, would have been big news. And I, and I was also, we'll, we'll get to some of the specifics of the halftime show in a little bit in our next segment, but um, why she wasn't really dancing all that much. She, she was couldn't. doing the moves, but doing small moves. I was like, it was, oh, she's pregnant. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, yeah. further, but the fact, like, she, once she realized she's pregnant and she's up on that elevated platform, I'm like, yeah. Just to yeah. let you guys know, uh, Rihanna's birthday is on February 20th. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, Rihanna's birthday is on February 20th. All right, let me go to Sean. Hey, Sean, good morning. Hey, uh, Big Brown, watermelon nipples. <laughs> yes, yes they're getting... Getting sucked on by all sorts of pipples. It's been a while, so I had to, had to get on there. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, I, I love you so much, but I... I just need I just need you to go get that water. I need you to get those flowers. I need you to bring them back to our side. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's the next I mean, that's road trip. Yes, do, especially no, that one in New Mexico. Uh, what? Yeah, oh god, I, yeah. Jesus I, Christ! I guarantee you, we can go back in five years, and that that rose will still be. There. We can get that whenever. Uh, I believe so. <laughs> Uh, let's see other rants and vents. We're going to take a break shortly. And when we do that, we'll, uh, we'll do B file and we'll come back and we'll, we'll break down the, you know, the commercials and halftime and all this stuff. We're going to go to Martin next. We're letting you guys talk about whatever you want to talk about for now. Hey, Martin, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? Hey, I just, just want to say that, uh, that defensive coordination wasn't, uh, as uh, highly as I expected it to, when, especially yeah. when we get beat by the same play. 
over and over and over again, and you have a team that's, that has 70 sacks all season and didn't get one sack last night? You, you mean that right. defensive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was cited yeah. quite often. There Martin. weren't any sacks all night, right? No, no they had I two mean, sacks. Did uh, they have two sacks? Yes, well, they because didn't even sack. Uh, hurts. He ran out of bounds out behind of bounds. the line of scrimmage. Right. So if they those technically count as uh, two sacks for the Chiefs. But gotcha. yeah, the Eagles, the defense, especially in the second half, just it, it couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, I mean, I get I get the field and everything like that. I get the call and, and such. But at the same time, you know, Gannon let us down. We should have pressed up. We shouldn't have played zone so much, and that's the result. Uh, but Martin, more importantly. Uh, When's your birthday? July 22nd. All right, July 22nd. Uh, Martin's birthday is on July 22nd. So we have that. We have Happy that, birthday, yeah. Martin. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> two days after mine. <laughs> Martin's birthday is two days after mine. <laughs> it is. Uh, we'll go to Sean next. Hey, Sean, good morning. Good morning, it Cresbo. Good morning, it Sean, buddy. <laughs> Sorry we're dealing with this, but what's up, man? Yeah, me too, man. Yep. You know, it's... It, it, Hey, Casey boy. Yo. I, I just wanted to call up and thank you, man. Oh, you, you think we made this this trip to the Super Bowl, and uh, uh, it'll be unforgettable. You did a great job. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. That's... None of it. None of it's your fault. You did everything in your power to bring that trophy home in Philadelphia. And I just wanted to give you a big thank you, Casey. That's very Appreciate kind, Sean. You, Sean. That's and nice. And uh, thank you so much for listening and following along because I had Thanks, a great Sean. time doing what we did last week. Um, and, you know, hanging with Jackie again. God, yeah. I, I love that guy so yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, and Cuz <laughs> is awesome and Kyle's great. We, we got along great. And so... Thank you guys for that whole opportunity, and thanks everybody for listening because it was it was a lot of fun. Talk about Eagles love across the country. So uh, my stepbrother uh, is a massive, massive Eagles fan. He lives in Lexington, Kentucky, born and bred there. Isn't that wild. And and before I even ever met him, yeah, you know, twenty five years ago uh, when uh, my dad and his mom got married, um, I he he had he loved the Eagles. So he's texting me last night and was. Should they have won? He was going to get a ticket to today oh, to no. fly in, oh, and I'm, wow. I'm like, I'm like, dude, if we're doing a live broadcast at the parade, we'll yeah. take you there. We'll be right in the middle oh. of it all. He was getting all stoked for that. And by the way, all the hotels were already booked up. They were like Wednesday, Thursday, oh, in Friday. Philly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yes, they were. So, is there a mass cancellation? Yes, there is. <laughs> well, I think um, Gallagher uh, Two is performing at the uh, Camel. All right, oh, so, is that, yeah. Oh. There'll still be some uh, some people that want to stay the uh, night yeah, over. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to. Let me go to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. You are on the air. Good morning. Hi, oh, yes. I just wanted to say that given uh, the Eagles' defense in that last half was so bad, the only thing worse than that was the guy, the drunk guy who sideswiped my car on 476 last night. <laughs> you got sideswiped on 476? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so, are you, so you're moving along in traffic and he, he just careens into the side of you? Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the left lane of 476. I'm going. He starts uh, tailgating me. I flashed my brakes to tell him to back off a little bit yeah and he pulls over onto the uh he pulls over onto the uh the shoulder the, the shoulder yeah and then as he's trying to get back over around me swerves right into my car oh Jeez, my god he, uh, destroyed my mirror oh no you could have gotten killed he got a dui i assume 
No, I couldn't see his license plate or anything. He zoomed off going. Like it was a hit and run case. Oh, dude, that sucks. Well, that puts it in perspective. Wow. Yeah. He didn't bump you, he rubbed you. My car runs, I can get to work. You know, I'm doing the best I can here. So I'm not that mad. I just thought it was like a great way to cap off a disappointing Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, can anyone offer free body service to Steven? That sucks, Steven. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, that blows. Oh, and by the way, my birthday's in August. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steven's birthday is in August. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Chris Chris wants to offer something. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Not much. Sorry about you guys at work. It's no, okay. we're happy to have you. What's going on, man? Hey, Casey boy. Oh. Uh you just hit Philadelphia, New Mexico, which is right outside where I grew up in Las Cruces. Whoa. Oh, so you, all right, you don't live there now, but you, okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I live up here in PA. I live in uh, Douglasville. Oh, yeah. All right. And uh, I got, well, I like I said, I grew up there, uh, graduated high school. Yep. And uh, I got buddies out there. If you want me to go ahead and get that road secured for you, hold on. <laughs> now, you know what? No, because... Somewhere down the line, if I'm ever passing through, the, I would love to just drive down that little and dirt road see yeah. and see if it's still there. And there's every possibility it will be there. Yep. And listen, um, who knows, you know, next year uh, where, where, where the Super Bowl is in, I think in Vegas. Vegas. So you could make that trip again, Case. I could. All right, Chris, thanks for I the could. offer, bud. We appreciate right, it. Visit the roses you planted. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. by the way, uh, we never talked about this on the radio yet, <laughs> but... Uh, Having the opportunity to suck on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze <laughs> might have been. It was a top three highlight of me last week. That was awesome. We were getting gas across the street, and we saw, because um, Kyle, by the way, Kyle's never heard of anything, by the way. Yeah. He's like, he's like what's, a, what's a Wiener Schnitzel? And I'm like, it's a it's a hot dog. And, yeah. you know, he had, so there's a Wiener Schnitzel, and it was a... Uh, also a Tasty Freeze at the same time. It was across the street from the gas station. Yeah, it had the sign. If you haven't seen the pictures yet, it says Wiener Schnitzel, which is the chain. And then underneath it, it just says Tasty Freeze. Yes. So you had to have had an epiphany. Uh So it was during the day when we saw it, and we had to go to the hotel and and grab a couple of things. And then when we got back to the Tasty Freeze, the sun had gone down. Dude, there was a load of police activity Somebody, I don't know what happened yeah, you there. Can, you can see in the video, there's a whole bunch of police light flashing behind you. There were three cop cars. There was a lot of stuff going on there. I have no idea what was happening. Uh, we got some guy down here sucking <laughs> on a chili dog. We got a porch of a man with an eagle's hat on. He's furiously sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> sucking on a chili dog. Is that outside <laughs> the Tasty Freeze? Yeah, outside the Tasty Freeze. <laughs> uh, and what's he doing again? He's sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Some people said I, I went down a little far on that thing. Yeah, man. You, you, you got to go, go for it. it. You, you got to go for it. Until you go. Well, anyway. That's not how you suck on a chili dog. <sighs> oh, you know what? Real quick. With all this birthday talk, I promised somebody I'd do a, a birthday shard out. Oh, nice. Right. So this would be a good opportunity. If you Ladies and gentlemen, Preston has a birthday wish for someone. It is Nikki Zaborowski's birthday today. Nikki Zaborowski. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nikki Zaborowski's birthday today. And that is uh, from uh, Matt, who is a uh, caddy over at Applebrook, and he wanted ah. me to wish her a happy birthday. Did I say, can I get a shirt, please, uh, yes, for, for Nikki, since all these birthdays are, are being thrown out there? Caddyshack was well represented in the commercials yes, last was. night. Yes, it was. Yes. You're right. 
right. Well, listen, uh, we got all our phone lines uh, lit up and on hold, but we do need to take a break in the interest of time. So, listen, we were just wanted to get it out there and, and hear your thoughts and everything. But, um, you know, everybody's kind of feeling the same way today. But, listen, it was, and I know it's no consolation, but it was one F of a season. It, it was, was. One incredible ride it all the really way up. Was. And the last couple weeks have been so entertaining and exciting and anticipatory and uh, it's just unfortunate what we were anticipating didn't go the way we And that is just so. one game. Yeah. One, one game and someone has to win and someone has to lose. But if you look at the season overall, uh, the Eagles were the best team and that's what, that's you, it happened. You you got a lot of great entertainment out of it this yes. year, if if, yep. if nothing else. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll 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 break down the you know halftime and commercials and 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 that stuff in a little bit. Uh, but let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get uh, to the B file when we return. Stay with us, my friends. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity on Demand. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We did round one on the Super Bowl. We'll come back to that in a moment. But in the meantime, I'll say, look over there, and you'll see the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by your friends at Pro Team Collision. You shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do, your friends at Pro Team Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs. Visit ProTeamCollision.com. We need the guy who got sideswiped yes. on the, the blue route last yeah. night to get in touch with them. All right, so we're going to start with this. A Michigan teacher is facing charges after allegedly planting a bomb threat note in his classroom to get a day off. Uh. <laughs> the note was found on Thursday. I wanted to play golf. <laughs> in the Hazel Park Junior High School classroom of Paul Jacobs. And it said that the school would be blown up the next day. Mm. Could he have just called in sick? Maybe. But, you know, it's such... It's, it's too pretend. obvious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, police initially... I'm going to blow up the school. Uh, Ed, is that you? <laughs> The police initially thought Jacobs saw the note but failed to report it. Uh, the, <laughs> the building was searched by officers in K-9 unit oh, Thursday God. night. No explosives were discovered. And now they believe Jacobs placed the note himself with the intention of classes being canceled. Can I tell you something? I placed that note. Uh, Jacobs is charged of making an intentional threat of an act of violence against a school. That's terrorism. Mm-hmm. 
In the wake of the devastating earthquake uh, that rocked Turkey and Syria, a 17-year-old boy who got trapped under the rubble on Monday was rescued after almost four days. Uh, the teen said that while he was trapped, he drank his own urine mm. and ate his family's flowers to survive. Oh, yeah. There's been some astonishing stories coming out of that area. Like they yeah. discovered a baby that was alive for a couple yes. days. It's yes. amazing. Adnan Korkut was stuck under the debris for at least 94 hours. He was asleep in his family's home when the quake hit, and he then got into a fetal position, he wow. said. Uh, as the search for survivors carried on, Korkut said that uh, he was uh, hearing voices but was worried that they couldn't hear him. Uh, but after four days, he was finally freed. Uh, the earthquake has claimed more than 24,000 lives in Turkey and Syria. Did you see the footage they got of the arresting the guy who's one of the main construction um kind of gurus in that area. So a lot of those buildings that collapsed are, were built by his company. Oh. So they got him at the airport. He was trying to flee because apparently wow. there was substandard work done mm. in these places. No, I didn't see that. A Tuesday night high school basketball game between Weatherford and Anna Darko in Oklahoma ended in a score of four to two. I saw this. A high school game. Kathy sent me wow. this story. This is interesting. <laughs> four to uh, two. Weatherford won, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, it was a contest that featured only six total points between the two teams. Weatherford sophomore C.J. Nixon accounted for all of his team's points, surpassing 1,000 career points in the process. So this guy scored a lot before. Of uh, The absurdly low-scoring game was the result of a stall ball strategy taken to its logical extreme. After Weatherford scored the first bucket, uh, Anadarko proceeded to hold on to the ball until halftime, <laughs> not even attempting to take any shots while continually passing the ball as Weatherford sat back in zone defense. Wow. According to the Oklahoman, one Andarko possession in the third quarter lasted almost seven minutes before officials called a foul. Now, Weatherford would ultimately go up four to zip with a basket off of a missed layup, giving Anadarko a chance to steal the victory, a three-point attempt at the end of the game, unsuccessful, allowing Weatherford to hold on to win. Now, the result of the game led to renewed calls, both in Oklahoma and nationally, for a shot clock to be implemented yes. in high school basketball in order to prevent teams from holding on to the ball for an indefinite amount of time without incurring a penalty. <laughs> it's now, it's like did, a Globetrotters match. I did not know this, but currently... 40 states across the U.S., including Oklahoma, do not mandate a shot clock be used hmm. in high school basketball. It's crazy. Wow. It's yeah, crazy. So I think they're going to re-examine that. They, they've tried to before, but maybe that's more uh, ammo for that. Uh, in Florida, uh, this is a tragic story and an odd one as well. A motorcycle policeman died after being uh, involved in a crash, and it was uh, it was pretty messed up what happened. Officers say Charles, uh, Officer Charles Herring died. He was riding his motorcycle when he was struck by a palm frond. Oh, my God. That had dislodged from a tree. They can kill people. Yeah, they're really, they're heavier than you think they are. No, they are. In fact, they're really big. You you reported a story, it was a while ago, about them going, I guess it was in, in L.A. or going down the road and removing those things yes. because they get too big. And they can, and they can be lethal. Yep, exactly. And, I mean, and they're so high up. Yes. I mean, those things are, you know. Yeah. What, 30 feet high, 40 yeah, feet high? and then some. Uh, causing the officer, uh, so he got hit, and uh, the palm struck him, and it dislodged, uh, as it dislodged from a tree, causing the officer to lose control of the motorcycle, and subsequently ejected. He was uh, taken to uh, the hospital and suffered from traumatic injuries and later died at the hospital. That's terrible news. All right, uh, let's see. It, a driver was greeted to his vehicle blockaded by scaffolding, 
after a business owner, Colin Shaw, became so upset uh, with cars parking outside the entrance of his warehouse. So here's what happened. Mr. Shaw is the director of Shaw Scaffolding Services. (laughs) Said drivers regularly ignore the no parking sign outside the building. So he decided to take matters into his own hands when it happened on Tuesday. He said it's not the first time. That it's happened to my uh, my allotment where I store my materials. We have no parking signs, but people won't adhere to them. I went to get some materials from there to do a job, and I couldn't get in properly to get my equipment out due to somebody parking their car there, even though it was all signposted. I need it to be there 24 hours a day, so I teach them a lesson. I build scaffolding around the car so they can't move it. (laughs) That'll that'll make the statement. Uh, He said he could have cost me a day's wage and my two men. We had work to do, and it slowed us up. Uh, People in the street were coming out, watching and laughing. The woman next door couldn't believe what we were doing. Uh, She was laughing as well. Mr. Shaw compared the action to wheel clamping and wanted the driver to understand his frustrations. He said the driver initially didn't see the funny side when he returned to his car, but eventually the pair ended up laughing it off after they had a conversation about it. When we're looking at the picture, too, this jerk-off could have pulled up forward and not really blocked a lot of the driveway. Uh, Mr. Shaw said it all ended okay, and we were quite happy afterwards. Mm. And uh, that's it. We will end the bizarre file right there, my friend. So uh, we will come back in a moment or two. Uh, we'll get into some more stuff about uh, the Super Bowl, obviously. we that had magical a night. Nice long <laughs> conversation about it a little while ago, but we got uh, more to get to, so we'll come back in just a second. New Word of the Week prize this, way, uh, this week, by the way. Dave Matthews Band, Double Shot. We have pair of reserved seats for the first show on Friday, July 22nd. Nice. And then pit tickets for the next night, Saturday, wow. July 22nd. So we'll make sure you get the letter today at the end of the program. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, so outside of obviously the game, which we talked about, and we let people open up and vent and just say whatever was on their mind, and also not only vent and and be upset, but also to be happy for what we had. uh, And there's a lot to be thankful for over the past few months. But now specifically to the televised event. Right. Uh, and everything, so uh, leading into and getting ready. I mean, they, you know, they have a, a gazillion different things they do in the pregame of uh, highlighting and, and the, you know, the hype video of the team coming in. They were, like, walking down a runway with all uh-huh. these people screaming and yelling. Was, right, and then, like, I, like, like they were like fashion models. It so gets a bit, you know, cheesy for my taste personally, but I, I guess I get it. I understand, you know, but... They, they milked that cow to death, but that's part of the do. thing, yeah. you know? I mean, if you stop and think about it, um, this is, and they, they, I don't know what the the overnight numbers are, but this is the the most viewed event on the planet. You know, the it's super huge. I mean, I don't, I don't mind all the stuff that goes around it, though. I think it adds to it. Um, I think it adds to the excitement for it. I, I'm, I wonder if all of that wasn't there. Yes, it would still be. People would still watch the Super Bowl, but would it be? as much of, a, like, a, I don't know. I, I just think it adds the excitement and it adds to the whole thing. And it wouldn't be as big as it is without it. I know what you're saying. But I also, some of some of the things are just, they, they, they push the cheese level. You ready for us? A bit much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I'm like, okay, we're yeah. not, you're not really 
superheroes and stuff, uh, uh-huh. you know. But but anyway, but good angry dying warriors. I know, I know. But um, anyhow, on to some of the more specifics. Once the uh, you know the the, bro- the the official. All right, here we go. We're in the zone now. Really, uh, so, truly. So, so you had the, you had, you had, you had the, the singing, the pre-game singing moments. You had uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph sing uh, "Lift Every Voice" and sing, and she did a great job. Uh, yeah, she's got a deep. She's got a very deep she, voice. She has a deeper tone. Thank you for coming yes. today, everybody. Uh, it's been an honor to be here. Uh, and then you had uh, Babyface do "America the Beautiful," which was pretty good. I think it's okay it at this point great. to stop referring to him as baby, baby face. <laughs> <laughs> Middle age face uh-huh. might be more appropriate. I mean, listen, he looks great. Yes, yeah. um, ladies and gentlemen, middle age face. Yeah, it was it was okay, and and you're right, case. It was a little bit sleepy, uh, but Star Spangled Banner, excellent. Chris Stapleton, yeah, that was great. nailed it. One of the best ever. Nailed it. Was it was like nine minutes long, though. <laughs> it was fantastic. I just loved him and the guitar. And you guys know Make me. Anybody cry? Not a country music fan. Yeah, yeah. But he but he threw some blues, uh, uh, you know, uh, chords in there, and he he has a wonderful singing voice. I loved obviously. when he yelled guitar. 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 guitar! Uh, no, he did a very uh, reverent, uh, yet uh, added enough of his own uh, creative um, uh, input semen. into it. I didn't say semen. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, his own creative input into it, originality, uh, to make it his own. He and did. He it did. was beautiful. It was well done. There is a big weight on the person who's singing the anthem. I mean, obviously, Whitney Houston kind of set a, a bar. Oh, yeah. So you can't, if you can't do that, do what he did, which was give it a lot of, I thought, an emotional depth, and the performance was excellent. And and Nick Sirianni actually, I mean. Like crying. Full on yeah. crying. Yeah. Like both. <laughs> not yeah. a tear. Yeah. Tears. Bars. Yep. Uh, coming down. And, Very emotional. Uh, and as you said, uh, uh, Casey, it was uh, Troy, and I've forgotten his last name, the actor. From CODA. Uh, from CODA. Yeah, uh, signing uh, Codson? Codser. Codser, yes. Uh, he's great. So that was really cool seeing him be a part of that. Uh, so they, they, they nailed it with that part. And then they had, the, as they touted, an all-female pilot flyover, yeah. which was kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah, and I cool. love when they show the angle from the cockpit. More of that, please. So uh, during and before this, when they were doing the uh, the Walter Payton Award for yeah. uh, charity, uh, who was it? Dak Prescott. Boy, he got booed pretty hard from the Eagles fans. I, I, knew, I couldn't yeah, hear it, but it was I loud. was yeah, joking. It was, it was said, loud. I'm like, it's a yeah, charity thing. I know. I know. I go, Look, Dak Prescott made yeah. it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you see, uh, Casey, there was a ceremony where Rondé Barber was a part of it as well, and he got booed. Like, okay. it, was, it was like uh, the people, I think, being inducted into in the, the Hall, Hall of, of Fame, fame. Yeah, yeah, and they were out in the end zone, and they, you, they just came back at the tail end of it, and you heard Rondé Barber, and then just all the Eagles fans <laughs> booing him, too. Uh, you yeah. suck! Yeah, Philly no, fans Carm- Carmichael at the, the beginning. Harold, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. cool. That was yeah. neat. That was yeah. pretty awesome. I didn't that know your, that was going to happen. Is that your favorite all-time player, or is it Reggie White? Uh, no, Reggie White, but when I was a child, I wanted to change my name to... To Harold. That's right. Because yeah. of Harold Carmichael. Uh, so, obviously, and then you get the first half underway, and we we talked a bit about the, the game at that point. And it was wonderful. And the, 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 you know, the commercials. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, what happens also is they, they will buy, they say one of the best savings or the best deals in Super Bowl advertising is to buy just before the game starts. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, because uh-huh. it's going to be slightly right. discounted. Slightly discounted, and uh, you, you're still getting the exposure. So you want to talk about the commercials first and then the halftime? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's jump into it. Well, right. What did you Overall, what did you think? Uh, okay, so uh, good. Uh, none of them were 
overly cringy to me. There were only a couple where I was like, what was that about? Yeah. And there weren't any, um, I didn't see any big hilarious campaign or theme. I mean, there were some funny ones, obviously. Yeah, Amusing. But I, but, but I didn't see too many theme spots. Remember, like, Budweiser would buy, like, yeah. three or four of them yeah. that would kind of link together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, none of that. Didn't see well, any well, of that Well, they had the, the Caddyshack series, and they had... Okay, there were uh, two of those. So, so yeah. couple of those. I'll tell you which one, actually, and I, I was surprised that I, I laughed out loud, um, because I just think it, it caught me off guard, was the Ben Affleck Duncan spot. Yes. When, when Jennifer Lopez pulled up, she acted it so well. So so if you yeah. don't know, obviously you probably saw it. 200 million plus people did see it. But um, he's working the drive through at Duncan. This is the big campaign they were talking about. We knew that Jennifer Lopez was going to make an appearance. But, um, you know, he's handling the deal. He's taking the orders and doing all this stuff, mugging for the camera, taking selfies. And she pulls up. And uh, she acted her part so well. Like, what are you doing? Here? And it made me, it made me laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her acting was, right, it yeah. was good. It seemed natural. <laughs> the one that I laughed out loud. And I didn't see very many commercials. I used to be so into the commercials and watch every single one. And, you know, since they've been out, it just kind of, you know, is less impactful. But I laughed out loud at the Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Did yes, right. I'd that? seen uh, that. Uh, yeah, that, was, that? Yeah. I hadn't seen so it. So we actually have audio, if you want, of both those. Uh, okay, which ones? Uh, we have both the Ben Affleck, the Duncan. All right. And we uh, also have the Sarah McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin for uh, the beer. For all right. Here's, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it was for Bush Light. Bush yeah, Light, yeah. All right. So here's uh, Ben Affleck. Welcome to Duncan, a new special. Duncan Run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this expensive and well, good? Pretty no sugar. I'm just going to have to just give you 10 munchkins. You look a little lost. One second. I'm trying to find the bagels. <laughs> Do I look familiar? Oh. I, lo- I did no, like that. No. Like, no. No. <laughs> Should I be in it or do you want just want you. a self-portrait? They're doing a selfie. <laughs> and, then, and then J-Lo pulls yeah. up and she goes, what are you doing here? Curse me. Is this what you do when you say you're going to work all day? I, I got to go, guys. Grab me a glaze. <laughs> <laughs> it was well done. Uh, and then what was the other one? The Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. All right, Sarah McLaughlin. Here Bush we go. Unfortunately, this is why. See, this is why I liked actually seeing a few ahead of time. Yeah. Because if I need to step away from the TV for a little bit, for Christ, if I saw a, a spot coming up, I'm like, yeah. all right, I saw this one already. Yeah. The Bush Guide: Cold and smooth survival skills. Three things are required in the great outdoors: food, drink, and shelter. All right, so, and he says, and shelter, and then there you, you see a tent right. yeah. sitting there, and it opens up, and Sarah McLaughlin is, is there with a dog. Hello, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. For just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Bush. Wrong shelter, Sarah. <laughs> also, that's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Head for the mountains. <laughs> like, oh no! And you see her; she like slowly tries to get away from the wolf. Uh, the only one that got a chuckle out of me was the, uh, and it's uh, I, I think they always do uh, babies, but the E trade at the wedding, the it was babies funny. at the wedding, yeah, that yeah, was funny. It was, it was cute. especially when the one like drunk baby sitting at the table, and he's like going to drink the milk out of the. Uh, there's a straw, but he's pouring it all over his chest. It is hilarious. So we have a little bit of audio, but it, it sounds like adults. Yeah, so that's, you, that's you, why. The yeah, visual yeah. is babies. I think I'm ready for this. Heck yeah. With E-Trade, you're ready for anything. Marriage, kids, college. Kids moving back in after college. Finally, we can eat. You know you make me want to. And then we looked around it and was said, funny. wait yeah. a minute. This isn't our stroller. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy in it, I was like, I know that guy from something. He was in... 
Captain America Winter Soldier, right? When he yes. and Black Widow are at the uh, the Mac store? Yeah, he's like, I've been Brad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, that was the same guy, definitely. Okay. Um, I also want to point out something before uh, the, the game started. At the very, when they were about to go into playing the game. Yes. Uh, Bradley Cooper did the narration. Right. Uh, for that little hype part. And that. Which is interesting. That was about five hype parts into it where I thought the game was actually going to start. That was a legitimate beginning. Start of it. Which is interesting because, you know, I mean, I thought they would have chosen someone neutral. Yeah, which is clearly not. He's an Eagles fan. And also, he was in a T Mobile commercial with his mom. And I can't help but point this out. If you're super good looking, it, it gives you license to have greasy bad hair, right? And it's right. okay. Yeah. That's like, was his hair greasy bad? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought so. I is that, it. Is uh-huh. that a style? Is well, that what he goes for? Brad Pitt, yeah. Johnny Depp, they, all those guys well, can no. be as slovenly as they want. Not that Brad Pitt's slovenly. He's a dear friend, and I know he'd be the first to admit it. Like, but, Kathy, it was like uh, like he had bedhead, kind of, I thought. Wait, and what? sorry, what was the commercial? I'm looking T-Mobile, T-Mobile with his mother. Okay. So but, they, the know, basic just as they were attempting to shoot a commercial, but they took the outtakes instead. It was cute. It was definitely yes. cute. You can, um, clearly, they have a nice relationship. Uh, let's see. What else did I... And I, I made we some We have notes the audio, here. by the way, if you want that Bradley Cooper spot. It was a long spot. It was a minute long. I know. We'll yeah. play wow. some of it. To tell you all the incredible things about T-Mobile, we tried to make a commercial with Bradley Cooper and his mother. Hi, how can I help you? Yeah, I don't like the way you look. <laughs> Does T-Mobile really have a 5G? America's largest 5G network. Try it again. Oh, my God. You look like a flamingo in this. Okay. They were trying to read off of a teleprompter. Yeah. America's America's largest largest 5G 5G network. network. I'm going to help you. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Can I help you? You're making me crazy. And what does price lock guarantee mean? Mom, talk to me. Don't worry about this. Well, I have one eye there and one eye. (laughs) T-Mobile has price lock. Okay, whoa. So it was them trying to get through the spot. Uh, yeah. Reminds me of uh, Beverly Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. I, I hate his hair. Yeah, yeah. It's, gross. It's going on well, there. when again, as a present's point, people who are that attractive can get away with they it. Know, get but, away with it. Well, what? we're constantly picked apart for our. But that our, doesn't even look like a style. He, he just didn't brush his hair that day. Look like bedhead. Yeah. Um, the Indiana Jones trailer was pretty cool. So the first trailers I saw were like, oh my, is this going to be worth the damn? This trailer made me think this is going to be worth the damn. I was getting excited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and I haven't really, yeah, even thought about it or been that. Uh, excited about, it, but I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, I I, I can get behind. I this. saw an, an interview with him where he talked about um, they wanted he when they went through the initial script. He said, take out the old jokes, let people see me do things that let you know that I'm old and having difficulty, rather than just telegraphing it with jokes. Okay, like let show. Show because I'm old. I'm having issues with some of these things. All right, and I think that was a, a wise call. Uh, one that I did not get. And did not find all that entertaining was the uh, the Maya Rudolph M and M's, the uh, oyster chocolate covered clams. You were clams, yeah, it was cute. Uh, they 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 spent a lot on it. She's the new spokesperson. Um, and, I, but is all that a ruse? Like that they, they brought her in as a spokesperson because the uh, candy or like there was that weird political uh, with the boots. boots. Uh-huh, with the, yeah, and so like I think M and M was. Sort of having some fun with it. They and, said they were. They said that was part of the. the and then the, after the game was over, they brought the characters back. They brought oh, the talking M and M's back. Oh, I didn't yeah, see, I didn't that. see that. So I think the whole Maya Rudolph thing was just a joke, and to have some fun with it and poke fun at the whole uh, quote unquote controversy surrounding M and M's, which is ridiculous at the beginning. I'm thinking of clams. 
You know that's that's spokesperson. There we go. Yeah. You know what I thought was a, a weird, and, and maybe you guys can explain this to me. The um, the um, uh, it was Blue Moon. Yeah, Miller Light and right. Coors Light. I thought that was kind of interesting. Do they own Blue Moon? No, Miller Light and Coors are both. Separate, separate, right? No, right? Yeah. no, Miller Lite and Coors are the same company. They are right. the same company. Right. Yes. Then so, Blue Moon's got to be under that category. Because if not, they, that. they, <laughs> they yeah. spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money. Uh, yeah, Miller Coors. Yeah. But what about Blue Moon? Oh, is right. that under that banner? Y- yes, Mil- Blue Moon is under Miller's, oh, Miller right. Coors. I thought, okay. Did I, they mention how bad your farts smell after you drink Blue Moon? That's only me. Okay. Uh, and I wouldn't say they're bad. They're just pungent. Well, they're bad to everybody but you. There you go. Yes. They're freaking joyous to <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, here's a little bit of that. For the first time in 30 years, Coors Light has an ad in the big game. Actually, this is a Miller Light commercial. So, wait a minute. Coors Light has not had an ad in the in the Super Bowl in how long did he I say at the beginning? That's what they're 30 saying. 30 years? Yeah. That's wild. Cold so, these guys are fighting back yeah. and forth a la video games. Great right. test. Let's kill him. Cold as the Rockies. Uh. All right, this is the long spot. This yeah. goes over a minute. It's a lot of sound effects, but eventually it turns into a Blue Moon commercial. Had they have done that, like to me, I thought if that if they weren't, and you know, Blue Moon had just opted to <laughs> throw that in there that way, that would have been very cool. But they're all under the same umbrella, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Did uh, they have any really like tugging at the heartstring commercials? Besides the Jesus ones, uh, not that I no. Saw, no. You know, there's there's no usually yeah. they, they usually do somebody somebody buys like a very patriotic campaign or or you know first responders they've done in the past and things like well, they that. They have the, the, the archival for we will get to the top of the mountain and, and yeah yeah. yeah. The, you We've know what? Been making bras for thirty years. Yeah, there there was one. Oh, who was it with? It was uh, with uh, Serena Williams. She and, was doing the speech from last any given Sunday. And then it ends up being a booze uh, commercial of yeah. some type, right? And it I was, was like, for Remy Martin. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Which seemed kind of weird. Also, that you like, have someone who's that? known for playing a sport that you play by yourself. A speech about teamwork. I, and listen, to be honest, I kind of liked that they did stay away from too much. Too pompous. Of, of the touchy-feely thing because sometimes it's like this big and, and, and uh, you know, uh, celebrating... Um, Whatever, some something that's that's uh, easy for a lot of people to get behind, and then all of a sudden it's some product that has nothing to do with Five that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we, is we don't like cancer. You don't like cancer. Brought to you by Fleet Enema. Right. Yeah. I, I, I I never have liked that. I, yeah. I, at the end of it, it just makes me go, really, man. Yeah. Come on. Just it seems you're here to sell a product. It's, it's a very product. cynical approach. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I did like the. Uh, there weren't a ton of like super long commercials, but I I liked the long one with uh, Will Ferrell for the EVs and all the Netflix shows. Yeah, I thought that that was well done. And when he showed up as Dusty and uh, yes, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. I thought that that was pretty hilarious. Uh, let's see. How about the? Do we have the Dave Grohl? Yes, uh, that was good. Crown Royal. That was cool. I on a personal level. Yeah, he, he mentions Rush. Yes. Yes. at the very beginning, yeah, I was yeah. very excited. He pulls out a, a, a Rush album. I was like, Yeah, my boy. Yeah, he, he dropped some Canadian facts in there that I didn't know. I was like, I, me too. The football one. I was like, I had no idea. Here's that. Today, let's thank Canada. Thanks, thank legends of music. Hang on a second. That broke up right there. Hang on a second. Because that's where the rush was. Thank Canada. Thank you for legends of music. And heroes of comedy. 
Thank you for this heartthrob. Thank you, Canada, for peanut butter, the paint roller, and poutine. That's french fries with cheese and gravy. That's good. Thank you for creating the replay. The walkie. And the battery. The egg carton, the ironing board, the electric wheelchair, Hawaiian pizza, instant potatoes, canola oil, trash bags, and thank you for this. Thank you for giving us hockey, basketball, and thank you for football. What? No way. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> thank you, Canada. Thank you. What's the football reference? They, I guess they, they created it? The, the game, yeah. the sport of football, or maybe the actual well, the ball, the itself? ball itself. I didn't. I didn't heed his. Uh, uh, I didn't look it up. Call either. to look it up. So uh, yeah, we'll look it up now and see. I, I had no idea. If in fact that's the case, that the game of football originated in Canada, I'd be gobsmacked. Yeah. I mean, I was blown away when he said basketball because I know James Naismith invented that. No, basketball is, was yes was here. But he he says basketball. He's a liar. He's a filthy Did he say basketball? freaking liar. Uh, I don't know yes, if it didn't. Yeah, he does, right? Yeah. Okay. He's a filthy liar. Well, he's Dave Grohl. Yes, we'll take him. We'll yes. take his word. For what about it? football? Uh, oh wait, no, New Brunswick, New Jersey. The first game ever played was that I mean, was part of Canada for a brief year. <laughs> well, there's a New Brunswick, Canada, so that's why I got thrown off by it. Uh, but it was Princeton and Rutgers. Yeah, I don't know what the Canadian connection to football is. Do they, yeah, maybe they. Uh-huh. Nick, see if there's a, a facts check literally on this commercial. Yeah, all right, uh, <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this crap last night because maybe somebody uh, did dig in and find that. Um, and uh, James Naismith was Canadian. There you go. He was Canadian, uh-huh. but he did it here. But he may have it immediately it wipes out what you did. Interesting. But he went to McGill, ah, which is in Montreal, Harvard, Canada. That's, That's a buddy of his. <laughs> well done. Um, uh, Kathleen's on hold. Kathleen, thank you uh, because it's the next commercial. She wanted to mention the um, workday rock star commercial, which we referred to earlier, uh, and it featured Paul Stanley. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Billy Idol, uh, Joan, Jett. Joan Jett, and uh, Gary Clark Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here is... We have that? We should. Oh. Unless I accidentally left it off. If not, sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I thought one of the best ones, and I had seen this ahead of time, was the John Travolta Scrubs. Really solid. Um, yeah, that was thing. good. Uh, that was good. Really fun. 5G, uh, yeah. right, uh, T-Mobile? Especially because he does the... Ew. Yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, and makes the face you know, Eddie looks and everything. so good. He, he looks, looks great. Fantastic. Yeah. I love the shaved head. Yeah. Whole deal. Yep. Uh, so we have and both some, those guys from Scrubs are excellent. And this one we can roll because yeah. the whole thing is a song. Here we go. Hey, neighbor. Try T-Mobile. Hey, neighbor. It's up so fast. It's like Wi-Fi that runs on 5G. Home internet from T-Mobile. Wait till you see. Tell me more. Tell me more. One chord's all that you need. Tell me more. Tell me more. I can't believe it. It's just 50 bucks. Why pay more? Paying more sucks. T-Mobile Home Internet seems too good to be true. But that's what T-Mobile can do. That was 
fun. It, it was, was good. Very, very well done. I thought he looked so good in the commercial. I had to look up last night how old he was. He's 69 years old. Looks amazing. He looks great. See, all that Scientology, man. That's what I said. Look I clean. Clean. You're so out. You don't have to worry. You get audited two or three times a year, <laughs> and you're good. Clear nothing to worry about. That's That puts wrinkles on your face. Speaking of that, Kathy, did you see the Clueless commercial? Yeah. Alicia Silverstone. They had to have been using some sort of filter on her. They recreated the scene where she gets up in front of the class. Does she look like a kid? She looks like... <laughs> she looks good. I've yeah. seen her now with her wrinkles and everything, but there was nothing. They had to be using a filter. Uh, another good one. Uh, we're here. We have that audio over now. Uh, and then we'll do one more, and then we got to talk about the, the halftime show. Here we go. Oh, wait. Who did stop, stop? Pretty clueless about shopping. Like, when I heard I could save by getting cash back with Rakuten, I was like, as if. Why didn't I do this sooner? You can get cash back on all the fashion at your fave beauty stores. And on pretty much whatever. Who put that there? In conclusion, you'd have to be butt crazy to shop with that Rakuten. Whatever. Aren't you a little old for high school? (laughs) What? Uh, the Breaking Bad popcorners. I'd seen yeah. that one ahead of time, too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That was a great spot. That was well done. We have some of that. <laughs> Yo, this is a bomb. And they're air-popped, not fried. Popcorners. You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. <laughs> no, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White! Jesse. <laughs> Everyone's going to want to taste and I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their names. <laughs> <laughs> popcorners. Time, time, time. Yeah. <laughs> How much of this stuff do you have? Case, what was that guy's name? The That's character? Tuco Salamanca. That was the character? Yeah. Tuco. By the way, those things are delicious. They, they are. I could, I could eat like a whole bag of those. I love them. I have not had those. They're so good. You okay. would like. They're like right up your alley. Brian. Okay. All right. Uh, that was another great spot. So yeah, some, some solid ones. I put it. Listen, yeah. not as annoying as years past. It was kind of set right in the middle. I was fine with it. Yeah, and there weren't too. It didn't seem like there were too many forced campaigns. No. It was yeah, like this yeah. is going to be the funny one you're going to talk about, and this is the campaign we're going with for the rest of the year. And you know, so I I, I appreciated that. No, I do, and I, it, most of the money shot spots come before halftime. You yes. know, and then you, they they might even repeat one or two. Speaking of halftime, you had the halftime show with uh, Rihanna, who I had no idea. No, was pregnant. I didn't know that either. Well, we kept saying, no, no, she just had a baby. It's just, you know, she didn't lose yeah. her baby weight. No, it's just. It's and also, I, I was saying, I was like, they, they couldn't have hidden that information leading into this. They could. How could they keep that quiet? But I mean, then she, I'm had like, a, she, she had a bump. I mean, yeah, and I said, to them, now, she, like, it looked like, well, we're watching the video now where she's rubbing the belly. But prior to that, right. I'm like. It's ex- if, if you're trying to hide your baby weight, you're not doing a good job of it. But obviously she was not. She was showing it off. Uh, the floating platforms, I thought were badass. Yeah, it was pretty cool. amazing. I thought it was pretty awesome. And when I realized she was pregnant, I'm like, get her off there. At I moments, see, Steve, same thing. I was like, that's dangerous. Get her off there. At moments, it did remind me of like, you know, Donkey Kong or Super Mario Brothers yeah, or something yeah, yeah. a little bit. I got nervous. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to fall. <laughs> I was terrified. But that, that dance troupe. 
Holy crap, Dude, were they impressive. They were bad ass. Yeah, I, I forget their name. My girlfriend was telling me a little bit about them last night, and um, they are a really impressive dance troupe. I thought the, the costuming was fantastic, and the, just like the the um, uh, camera work to go from the dancers back to Rihanna, then through the dancers. The gonna, I and the fireworks, really, really, right really out of well the gate. That when she, she hits, like, her, her first big whatever, yeah. uh, that... They had multiple fireworks displays throughout that that were actually pretty amazing, even on TV. Case, I didn't even put two and two together with the red that that would get under oh, your skin man. because... I, I, I well, because it immediately. It, yeah, and then there was a certain point where, I mean, they had, like, yellow. It was, like, straight-up red and yellow. I was like, oh... Okay, that's and so I was thinking, oh, she's going to do red, and then there's going to be some costume change, and then it's going to be green, and then it never turned green, and then I started getting salty. Well, and I, <laughs> the hell is this? That was I. You guys know I like a good show. Um, I I was entertained. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was one of my favorites, and that was one of the reasons. Case I thought there were so many of those dancers, and they were great, but she could have cut them in half and like had a costume change and had half of them come out with something different on, and you know, done something a little different instead of sticking with the all white the entire performance oh you you wanted a costume change? I, I wanted like something a little different like okay. halfway through i was like okay this is cool but like we need something else now i'll bet you the reason they stuck with a little bit more minimal and her not moving around much is because she's pregnant she's yeah. pregnant you know yeah. and, and, and i was wondering why she wasn't doing too many mm-hmm. uh you know uh really going for a dance move she was her, her movement was pretty uh, minimal, uh, but she moved with them and, and did the same choreography. But they were doing all the all the big moves. But mm-hmm. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I, it was impressive. I thought it was good. Uh, you yeah. know, it was it, it didn't reinvent it, but it was visually it was pretty. It got it did what it was supposed to do. I you know I put two and two together as well on that. She has her jumpsuit unzipped so that. I think if she if it was zipped up, he'd say, "Man, she's put on weight or whatever." Yeah, it was so, so, so that I'm it. I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. why it is this way. Yeah, I actually uh, hated the outfit until she put on that giant cape, and then I was like, "All right, now it looks cool." <laughs> there was a moment though; she reached down, she did a Michael Jackson yeah, yeah. crotch grab, and then did she smell, smell her it? Yes, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Rihanna has just smelled her own cooch. I, it's what now I, she'll grab her ass and smell that too. Well, she did grab; she grabbed her butt cheek and yep. like spread her ass. Like, she did a couple, like grabs. as if she was gonna fart, like yeah. like pulling yeah. one butt cheek yeah. up. Dutch oven from Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Fart coughing. Yeah. Um, is she? Maybe. Dude, I'm sorry to interrupt, Kathy. If she would have stuck the microphone, <laughs> that would have been great. Down to her ass. Uh, he saw it in my face. That would have been. <laughs> now that would have been groundbreaking. Yes. That yes. would have. Yes. Rihanna, listen. You can do something that's never been done at the Super Bowl before. Need you to fart. <laughs> in the fart hard. No, no, no. More. Yeah. Yeah. There's an even bigger one she could crank out. She also, if you notice, she stopped for a nanosecond and she her Fendi cosmetics line and fashion line. Uh-huh. So it's made her a billionaire or near billionaire yep. and, and used her Touch own product up. line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so is she normally like that in performances? Like grabbing I, the crotch and stuff like that? Or uh, She's sexual. She's, uh, she, you know, she's obviously been, she's very sexy in her approach in general. Yeah, but I didn't to know that to be like that. I tell you, uh, what, yeah, I think she does. She, yeah, a lot uh, of crotch grab and a lot of uh, probing. Right to see if you. I think she does gaper videos. Gaper videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. And was she was she singing? Uh, well, nah. at, the, at the very end, she did say something on the microphone to you know, so you could tell that it was live. I think it was one of those layered things where they've got the the track underneath her and she was singing along. There to was it. a point presser where she dropped the mic as she's moving around and the the vocal stayed, I, yeah. stayed yeah. fully robust. And I think yeah. that's I think that's pretty right. standard. 
uh, when when you've got a um, uh, an artist that has a lot of dancing in their uh, choreography or in, you know within the stage show. If it's a band, you know, guitar, drums, uh, guys on the mic, I think usually that's all live. Maybe what she did was she threw her voice to her vagina, and that's what the whole white thing was. down there? I don't really know. Uh, But, yeah, I thought it was going to have time show. Now Rihanna will drink a glass of water while her vagina talks. Wow. I guess I was just hoping for maybe another artist to come out. And, uh, and I just, well, because they've done yeah. it so many times and, uh, and we like that. Well, the, the bait and switch was she said she might have a special guest. The special guest was her baby. The baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the baby. Yeah. Um, so, all right, well, there it is. It's in the books. And uh, But at least it ended. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I, know. I know. I have to say, I'm, listen, I, I'm good with this stuff, but I have to say, I, I I feel a little dinged up with this, you know? I'm pretty dinged yeah. up. I, I couldn't fall asleep last night. Uh, it yeah, took I me till like, after midnight. I just, I, and I, it just. You know what? I had <sighs> weird dreams last night. I had a dream that uh, Jason Fayon was recruited and was a member of the team. Wow. I the don't, Eagles team? Of the Eagles. I yeah. don't know why. Was it the Zubaz pants? It had to have been. He didn't play in the game, but he was on the sidelines <laughs> and he was oh, part man. of the team. And in my dream, they won and Jason got a ring. Oh, that's wow. Hey, he deserves a ring. He deserves I, think. A ring. I mean, after all, he was there. He but was I uh, didn't fall asleep until after midnight. Uh, I And I never have to pee in the middle of the night, but I had to pee at 2.30 in the morning. And then my alarm started going off because I forgot to switch my alarms back to East Coast time. Oh, no. Yeah. And I still got you know, late to work this morning. <laughs> 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 oh my god! How many? So between the bit, what about schools? Did your your, your no the, the schools? Yeah, no, they they didn't do. Um, I think it kind of stuck with like the the one in Jersey, Philly. Um, they you know they were anticipating that everyone was going to do it, but yeah. um, I think the majority of the schools did not. And businesses, a lot of businesses opted to open. I mean, here the, the offices are opening two hours later. Yeah, I mean, traffic does seem a little bit lighter, so maybe people are just working yeah. from home or going later. So is it? Probably already made the plan, yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just in case, and, sure. or, or sticking with that. Is it better to just stay home by yourself and wallow in, or I, would it be better I, to go honestly, into work? I woke up this morning and I was like, "Like, good thing we are just going to work as normal." Because, you know, and for people like you know Casey and the hardcore fans, like I, I get it. Like I yeah. watch, I invested, I watched the whole game last night, and like it was disappointing, and I, I felt the loss, and it was a shame. So I'm like, these people that go through the entire season. You know, dealing with this like this is depressing. You Imagine luckily, spending thirty thousand dollars and going to the games. <laughs> yeah, and then I want to fly back today. Yeah. You know, like I just and there were some people there last night, and I knew that they were going. And I, you know, today's going to be a long day. I had but not they, even considered that. Fortunately, you knew they were going to lose seven seconds before the end of the game, so it was that. Yeah, yeah. so we oh it's like Jesus, you gotta process. be kidding. <laughs> What's that, Chris? At least we had time to process it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You now have eight seconds yeah, to mourn. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it, and I just could not believe it. Wow. I but just, then I, I could believe it. But, well, with the six seconds left, I was like, this will be amazing. If we <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. You know, oh, sure. Listen, there was, there was the hope. Uh-huh. There yeah. was hope that miracles have happened. Yeah. It's you like know? when the stripper tells you she loves you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, this is real. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, um, we're done with that. Hey, thank you, Eagles, for a great season all the way up until eight seconds left. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Like, they did it. Listen, it was phenomenal play. They uh, f- uh, The numbers, as you pointed out earlier, show they are the best team 
in the, but it, there's it's just one game, and a yeah. lot can change in one game, and it did obviously. Any word on uh, when they get back in town? They're probably back by now. Think they got it? They left last night. Yeah, usually I think. Uh, I mean, if they were going to win, they'd probably stay and celebrate for a little bit. But uh, yeah, but they'd also want to get back here. Yeah. And land and, and have the reception. They and have to do so. like that, and that's what took me so long to to fall asleep last night. Is I, I wanted to watch the post game press conferences, so yes. I watched Jason Kelsey and Jalen Hurts and, and Nick Sirianni speak, and um, they were they were classy, all of them. Yeah, I, I um and Jason and his brother do a, a podcast that, that's called New Heights, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they have to say because they really, um, like Jason is such a class act. He's not going to blame anything on anything other than, no. you know, yeah. what they did on the field you and what s- they, you know. Did you see he was the last Eagle still out on the field? He was watching his brother celebrate. Yeah, and his mom gave him a hug. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's out there in full uniform and, every, you know, the Chiefs and their fans are out there celebrating. And yeah. Jason Kelsey was out there. And I thought that that was cool. It was a nice way to uh, pay tribute to his brother. Hey, who was standing next to Patrick Mahomes uh, right after the game ended? And they, I forget who it was that was interviewing them. Travis? Was it, I was asking, was it Travis who was yelling and yeah. saying, you Okay, that was they it. Had, I was like, that was to, a little much, dude. Shut they up. had Your to bleep him out. <laughs> well, they had to bleep him quite a bit. Like, he was dropping a lot of curse words, and so it was like that the weird NFL live bleep where they, they can't insert the sound bleep. They just have to drop yeah. drop the audio. And it stays down for a while, yeah, too, yeah. for a lengthy time. You could read Travis's lips pretty well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so the Chiefs won the AFC championship with a... With a penalty that put him in the field goal range, and then they won the uh, Super Bowl with another penalty that put them. <laughs> so I, think they got a, I think they got a system here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just saying I'm sour apples. <laughs> right. Right now. Is it sour apples or sour grapes? Uh, sour grapes. grapes. Yeah. Today it's apples. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, there it is. We should take a break. Come back in a second and never are speak we, of it again. Yeah, I was just going to say, can we, are we done? Can hey, we like, talk about something else now? That which must not be spoken of. Yeah. Did you know that uh, pitchers and catchers report to spring training today? Today. Oh, yes, yeah. that go happens. Phil. Yeah, go Phil. They're already yeah. planning how at the bottom of the ninth they are going to lose the World Series. Stop it. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Stay with us, friends. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. I am Dorothy Dodson. My husband started Dodson Pest Control over 75 years ago. We are an American family-owned business, and that's how we treat our customers, like family. Visit DodsonBROS.com. And thank you for choosing Dodson. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, I just would like to point out, we do have the Cardboard Classic to look forward to. We do. Yes. And it's coming up sooner than you uh, you think. Yeah, March 3rd. Today is the 13th yes. of February, so we are... We're well on the way. And it's it's going to be, it's it's 2.0. It's a rebirth. And for those of you who went ahead and created a Super Bowl champion uh, sled. You have time to alter You have time to change that if you want to. Yeah. Wow, it's two weeks from Friday. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. We need it to not be 60 degrees this week. I know. I know that, Kath. I've been thinking about that. But you know what? They're making snow. Absolutely. You, you, went, uh, you went skiing. and They're sn- not making snow. That's the problem. Snowboarding recently. They're, they're making it. If, if it gets to that correct temperature with 65 degrees, they're not making snow. Those I days. doubt it's 65 degrees there today. Yeah. It's not, yeah. But it's certainly Straighten. not 30. All right. Well, anyhow, it's probably a 30 or 40 different temperature. Maybe it will be the, the first year we do it on mud. It's absolutely. <laughs> listen, year. F it. We'll yeah. do it. And if it ends up just being a display of the designs, then oh that's my, what it no, is. No, no, we'll they'll be able to go down the mountain. Listen, it, there's more than enough time for it to get cold. All right. 
We're banking on it. Uh, details at WMMR.com, and you can actually text word cardboard to 39333. And that's a party no matter what. Win or lose, that's a party. Uh, and there's concerts going on, yes. too, which is cool, and that includes Everclear and Fuel and Lit. Stuff uh, you want to do. Yep. Yeah. So get the info. Uh, hey, before we get into Noticer, which we're going to do in a second, oh. I uh, backtracking to uh, the trip to Arizona, Casey, I couldn't help but notice... It is a noticer thing, I guess, sort of. Yeah, sure, why not? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the pre-notice noticer. (laughs) The Super Bowl announcer this morning for the noticer. Uh, No, but uh, that we saw, as opposed to the last drive across the country with Casey Boy, we saw a lot more Jackie nudity this time around. Jackie Bam Bam full-on naked several times this time around. He He and I shared a room. One night, <laughs> and just that like last, there was enough. Just, just like last time, he and I shared a room one night last year. <laughs> and I, here's the deal. I think he likes getting naked in front of. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know why he did it in but, front of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, why not? He, your buddies. He, you know, we've seen it before. Yeah. Anyway, because sometimes it's hanging out of his his leggings have a hole in it, and you can see it out his. Balls yeah, out. yeah. So it's you know nudity to him is no big deal. No, yeah. Uh, but he came and he did a uh, uh, he pelvic thrust, fully naked, fully naked. Wow. And and I showed you the one video, you, you know, and I I, I blurted out with I think cherries. Yes. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you got to listen because you can hear the slapping. <laughs> <laughs> but then the second time he uh, he just came walking into the kitchen like and laid on top of you. <laughs> he did not lay on top of me, but I was like, okay, I got to grab this this camera real quick. He's like, okay. So, he's just walking around naked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he was like, "Hey, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> you know, God, he knew what was going on. So funny. He's so damn he's funny. But I, but it seemed like there was more this time around. Maybe it was just me. I, I don't know. But uh, Jackie, great work, buddy. <laughs> All right. Now we can get into more uh, straight up notice or stuff. So can I get official announcer? No, oh, you want it? Or you can... This guy? Yeah, or whichever or this guy. Whichever guy you want to be. It's time for the official post-Super Bowl noticer. Mm-hmm. Now that you're all noticing how unpleasant that was. That is yeah. true. All right, well, I did notice this, that today, the 13th day of February, is Galentine's Day. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. This is a weird time for val- Valentine's Day. Like, it's, it's my anniversary tomorrow as well, and I'm like... It just—it's falling at a bad time. I know. It's—it's it's at a bad time because it's a Tuesday. Well, I think and the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I think the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl ruined it. And all the yeah. stuff that's going on, and all these kind of things, yeah. and this kind of thing. <laughs> all these things, the Galentines. Uh, and the, Kath, the, 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 yeah. you, get, you getting together with some friends for Galentine's Day today? Uh, so we did a Galentine's Day event last week. Um, okay. Normally it is on the 13th, but um, just because it was the day after the Super Bowl and the day before Valentine's Day, we did it last week. And I guess you can do it when you want to. So so uh, my son uh, considers himself, uh, himself one of the gals. Okay. So he went and hung out with uh, his gal. Friends, uh, day before yesterday, uh-huh. they had their Galentine's. Their Galentine's, day. yes. And just, uh, just really, what it is? It, it, it was it's first really brought to attention was Parks and Rec, yes. right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leslie Nope is yep. the character. Yeah, I didn't watch Parks and Rec, but I know it's a great show, and eventually someday I will watch it. But uh, yeah, I guess that's who got it started on the show. And then she- they. 
Then they heard it a few more seasons. Uh, they, they they kept bringing it back. Right. So it became this thing, and now it is a thing. Yeah. I think um, when these things first came around, it was my initial reaction to hate it. Uh, that Friendsgiving and stuff like that. But I've come around. Uh, even though I don't personally celebrate, obviously I don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but uh, right. Friendsgiving either. But I like it. It's uh, if it gives if people are looking for something to do and they have a good time, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. When they when Hallmark gets a hold of it, that's when it's going to be a problem. But having you know daughters and uh, you know like. Uh, my my uh, oldest, I, I encouraged her to have a Friendsgiving this year, and they didn't. Uh, actually, no, it was my youngest because it's her eighth grade year, and right, everybody yeah. will be moving on to high school next year. But, yeah, I, I kind of like that idea. And then, uh, you know, Chuck, who, you know, obviously we know Chuck, his wife and her girlfriends had like a Galentine's weekend. I like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ours was like, it's a little shopping event. So it's like you get... You know, dressed up. Everyone had like little heart sweaters or heart jewelry. Adorable. Yeah, and then uh, did like a little shopping event, and it was at a restaurant, and then had dinner and drinks. Okay, yeah, that's. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. You want to do that and. Get together and, and I know snow films. I know that the gals uh, over the weekend played some games and drank some wine and you know topless pillow fight maybe yeah maybe none of us did that no no one uh, had Jackie not? come over <laughs> as your stripper uh, in this particular article it says that uh, while some have complained that Valentine's Day excludes anyone who's not a woman efforts to assert its inclusivity are afoot with some claiming it is in fact for celebrating. Any kind of friendship. Any kind of Galentine. What about yeah. Palentine's Day? Palentine's. Yeah. I heard that that, uh, Is that exists a thing? this year as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. So if you wanted to get out and celebrate Valentine's, Galentine's, or Palentine's, you could do so. Okay. All right. Well, I'm yeah. looking at the other letters in the alphabet. Bal. Valentine's. Bal. You drink Valentine's yeah. uh, beer? I'm saying like, anybody named Balky, you know, give me Balky Bar Takamas. Isn't Valentine's, it's a beer, right? Is it? Yeah. Valentine's, of course it is. Yes. Mm. I'm running through the alphabet. Yeah. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at the keyboard right now. Valentine's Day. Everybody, uh, <laughs> anyone named people Sal? People named Sal. Hey, everybody yeah. named Sal. Valentine's. No, we're done. Whiskey. Uh, what? Valentine's. Oh, Valentine's is a whiskey, not beer. I was wrong. There's okay. some. There's I a beer that there was. Like that. Yeah, I think. I think there might be. I'm. I'm gonna have to. Uh, as for a judge's ruling on this. It's also how, how uh, Arnold says uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> it's kind of things that the girls get together and getting around and having topless biddle fights. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> there is a beer, yes. So officially... All right, there is a beer? Yeah. Uh, officially, today is the day to do that, but it Monday sounds for, like it, it, people it, do it whenever. It's not good that this guy's not good to the week after be a heart-crushing loss. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what else I noticed here. Um... All right, let's stick with, uh, since we kind of somewhat touched on uh, Valentine's Day and love and so on, I saw this article, survey of 1,000 adults aged 18 to 44 examine how often dating couples keep in touch. How often dating couples keep in touch. Yeah, so, you know, during the the honeymoon period, the beginning of of a relationship. All is right. uh, During that honeymoon period, lovebirds spend 41 minutes on the phone per day with each other. Uh, this decreases to 19 minutes within two years of that time frame. As far as just being on the phone chat, well, like, I got to say that's changed quite a bit with texting over the past yes. few years. Yes. Also, if you're live, if you live with the person, well, you're I was married, just going to say you, that you know, you're going to go home and yeah, I'm not. You go home and say it to them in person as opposed to Calling. prattling on on the phone. Yeah. But I guess there's a lot of. Uh, 
rather just, I, I guess you could consider being like FaceTiming as well, being on the phone, and that's yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously spending some it is time a phone connection like that. Uh, but what what about do they break it down with uh, texting? Uh, it doesn't. It says daters who are into one another will reply. Oh yeah, here, here we go, Steve. A reply to a text. Within just under 17 minutes. Okay. Over time, the wait increases to 24 minutes. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, you're like, oh, God, I don't care. I'll talk to Claire for a little bit, but I'm, I'll see you in about five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm lightning yeah. fast yeah. on phone calls. I don't I don't like right. to linger. How, how fast is your wife on phone calls, Preston? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't be I stopped off. calling her house. And I love her. Yeah. And, and she yeah. does it out of genuine wa- wanting yep. to spend time to with catch you. catch up. Totally. She yes. does. Yes, exactly. It's and Midwestern, like, oh, just so friendly. Yeah. So so yeah, but but I'm like I'm real fast on phone calls. I, I it, let's get to business. If we're hanging out together, it's a completely different story. Right. Yes, I'm happy to sit down and talk. But there's something about the act of being on the telephone I'm with you. that I don't like anymore. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I can FaceTime for a while. That's that's easier, I think, than than holding the phone up to the ear or in the car on the. On the I do it in the car. I do if I'm if never... I can have a long conversation, I'll have it in the car with a with a. Um, you know, I'll check in with my dad or my brothers, uh, you know, and that's my Well, you time. guys have family. Yeah, you guys have, like, close family. Like you said, your, your yes. dad, brothers yeah, yeah. That, that are not in the area. Like, right. I don't ever FaceTime. You're going to see them. I, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, it, it goes useless on my phone. Oh, okay. No, I use it a lot. But is it, are you, is it because you're talking to your mom, your dad, your yeah. sister, people that, okay. Yeah, usually. Who uh, is that? Yeah. <laughs> but going back to, to Rochelle, like I've sat there with uh, her and her friend Lori on the phone and they will have these long lingering conversations. <laughs> and, and I've actually, one that I've, I've like had to be a part of as well. So it's on speakerphone. Yeah. yeah. And then it'll eventually just be those two talking and be like, yeah, I saw that. And then there's this long pause. <laughs> Which to me would be like, okay, me, I guess it's time to go. Conversation's over. Wait, yeah. oh wait, we are done. Both pause? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it'll be like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's well, when I, I swoop. No, I swoop in. I go, all right. Well, so I guess I'll. I uh, that's go. when I swoop in and say, I gotta go. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent. Just thinking about more to talk about. I'm at like, the hospital, uh, we'll got in a car. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I got got the info. Thank you. I'll yeah, see you guys in two. Yeah. Yeah. Preston, my best friend, when when she pauses and I swoop in and she'll go. Oh, that's it. She goes. There's got to be more that we we need to talk about. Like mm-hmm. this is our daily conversation. I'm like, no, I'm too busy. I gotta go. Like, Come on, man. It just kills. <laughs> it just kills me to yeah. go on for that long. Uh, so this article also you says, know, okay, as far as uh, dating and, and relationships, don't play too coy. Twenty five percent respondents said that they would uh, never consider a second date if they didn't receive a reply within two days after the first date. Uh, so yeah. you know, here's a perfect example. I love to death, but rock star Rob. If you're leaving a phone conversation with him, you could literally say, I'm going to stop this conversation <laughs> Wait, in oh, 10 you, seconds. You've I know, talked to him sister. on the phone? Oh, yeah. And I will, and I, and I will, I, I tell him, if this cannot be contained within one minute. I'm leaving. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the phone hangs up because in 60 he, seconds. There, there are no signs you can send to him that will indicate that you want to leave the conversation. My own sister. I just yeah. flat out hang up on you her You do? Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. and she's still talking? Well, yeah, because cause it'll be like this. I will get, okay, great. I'll, I I got to do this. I'll talk yeah. to you later. We'll, we'll catch up later on. Okay, all right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and so blah, 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 blah. Oh, and oh, and I saw this thing, and I'm like, no. I, I just goodbye. said goodbye. Write it Good down. Day, sir. Good day, Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You lose. 
Wait, and you does get she, nothing. Does she, wrong, sir. Does she know that? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Yeah. Like, does she know? Oh, oh, he was done. He, he hung up. Like, do you laugh she does about now. it? Or I, you I, get I, no. Nothing. I, I, you lose. Good day, sir. Uh, I've I've done an, I've done it enough times to where it doesn't even come up the next time we talk. Oh, okay. I'm just like you. You will now put this on a list of this. things to discuss next time, President. I understand. understand. You have oh, now violated my time. Yeah. All right. So, oh my God. anyhow, uh, people who are in a relationship uh, or dating, they spend a lot more time on the phone than people who have moved on a little bit in their lives. All right. Uh, let's go to the ass for a minute here. Oh, the ass. I noticed this. Oh, yes. From the mouth to the ass. From talking to the ass. ATM. Yeah. Ass to mouth. Uh, so, people who struggle with chronic constipation have a new drug-free option to help get some relief. Uh, It's called Vibrant. Vibrant? Yes. It is a pill that literally vibrates in the colon after it is swallowed and stimulates bowel movements. Okay. Ever since I've been using Vibrant, I've been having an easier time in the (laughs) bowel. It was cleared by the FDA in August, but became available for doctors to prescribe this week. Why does this seem a little weird or problematic? That it's literally vibrating your innards? Yeah, the capsule is meant to be taken every day. What is it, like a Mexican jumping bean? Kind of like that. Yeah. What are in those, by the way? Worms? They're worms? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then when they get hot, they... I think that's it, yeah. Uh, It travels through the stomach... And small intestines, just like food does, after 14 hours of ingesting, the pill reaches the large intestine and gets to work. It takes yeah. 14 hours. Wow. Uh, it, stimulates, uh, uh, it stimulates nerve cells in the gut and triggers muscle contractions. I don't know if I'd like that. Why not? Well, how, how does that feel? The muscle contractions and all that stuff. How does it does it gradually gonna, come upon you, or, like or do you poop. blow the back out of your pants? Well, it's not indicating any of that. Okay. I mean, I would imagine it varries from person to person. Probably. Right, right. Uh, between, Sorry about your couch. Between ten uh, percent <laughs> and twenty percent of Americans live with chronic constipation, which is diagnosed as having fewer than three bowel movements in a week. Cons- all right, given <laughs> here's a conversation you're not going to get. Here we go. Hour. Um, given your druthers, mm-hmm. chronic diarrhea no. or chronic constipation. constipation? Wow. Yeah, I think you're right about I'm, that. I'm on the opposite kick right now, and it's been like four days. Are you phase sixing? Um, no, not phase sixing. Just never, like, it's not solid. Right. And, uh, uh, and I'm just exhausted like, it's by like, it. It's like you who. And I've been uh, drinking, like, I'm, I got a constant supply of Pepto and just what nothing. About fiber? Is, Maybe I gotta change a diet up or something. Case I don't know, but like it's just been a bad I've four been or five days. The fiber pills—they're the best. yeah, all right, awesome. Yeah. yeah. What's a what brand? If you don't mind my asking. Oh, uh, it's well, I think CVS brand or Acme okay. brand or whatever. I yeah, should, because like try. if you do like Metamucil, that's really expensive. Yeah. Um. So you can just get like the the signature brand. I think that's what I use. Maybe you can try Vibrant. Mm-hmm. Well, that no no. Yeah. This is brand new. I don't want no. that. No, you don't want, want that. You don't want Casey. <laughs> yeah. If you um, have diarrhea, you need to. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to accelerate it, make it more liquid. How about gas? You want even more yeah, diarrhea? Yeah. I just crapped gas. Uh, I do have a colonoscopy next week. Yeah, oh. so it's my first ever. Yeah, next wow. Friday. Yeah, so uh, maybe I'm just like pre pre prepping at this point because like oh yeah, that, that, my, my system's empty. That'll blow your O ring out. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Yeah. Next next Friday after the show. I didn't think that uh, when I did my colonoscopy, I didn't think the prep is all that bad. Okay, uh, listen, yeah. I did the show. Every time I've had a colonoscopy, I did the show that that 
morning and, and I had the prep. The prep hits me kind of within the first couple hours right after. Yeah. And then I'm good. Wait, so Steve, did you start it the night before? Yeah. You started then... like five the night the, the day before. And you were okay during the show? Uh, yeah, I was fine. Okay. I, I mean I went to the bathroom and, and I and I and I, I conducted. Yeah. But I um but I was fine. Okay. I'm the opposite of Steve. It hits me late. In fact, okay. it was almost late. too late for my last really? one. Oh. Like where they were, they were like, mm, "It's a little muddy, mm. <laughs> a little muddy." I don't like what I'm seeing in here. Yeah, yeah, but they made managed to make this it. This is out. a license plate from South Carolina. <laughs> Wait, what? How'd this get here? <laughs> I'm like, it's like Jaws. <laughs> Find all kinds of things in there. Uh, so anyhow, but the the pill is called Vibrant. Uh, it is not currently covered by health insurance, though. Uh, but the company is offering Can't a coupon, you eat a firecracker? Uh, coupon to cap out-of-pocket cost at $69 per month. This By the is... way, those coupons that you can use for uh, prescriptions, pretty badass. Maybe you using a, them? There's a couple that aren't covered that I need from, like, my dermatologist. Right. And they're like, well, here, you just, uh, you, you go uh, to this website, and there's a coupon, you go and take it, and it's like, you know, uh, 20 bucks versus Four hundred dollars, yeah. something ridiculous like that. What was it? Last time we talked about this, um, because I did that with my dad too when he had a surgery, um, and somebody emailed me and asked for the website, and I, I had forgotten what it was. Do you remember what is that? It Smart RX, or I've I've got it written down somewhere, Kath. I'll okay. have to share it with you, but maybe some people can text in. But they're pretty. They're, there's a few different places that you can do that, and and yeah, you just flat out you get it for a hell of a lot. It's hornymilfs.com. Com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look that up. All right. Uh, all right, let me see what else I noticed uh, this morning. Uh, let's go with this. The question uh, is, could poultry vaccine mandates bring egg prices back down? The Department of Agriculture will soon be trailing an updated vaccine for poultry against the bird flu. Now, the um, chicken prices have actually been coming down a bit over the past two weeks. Yep. Uh, they they are elevated. Eggs are coming down as well. So um, I wonder how immediately this would work with the vaccinated chickens. Well, uh, since January of last year, over 58 million birds have died of bird flu since then. Ronaldo. Yes. <laughs> There's a few of them. Debbie. And then fresh, her, as you can imagine, fresh off of her, uh, her Super Bowl performance last night. <laughs> Did you say situation? Yes. <laughs> now that I hear it, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Mickey. Talia Shire. Uh, Talia Shire? Yeah. Rocky. Oh, it's yeah, the yeah, entire yeah, Rocky yeah, yeah. cast. Burt Young. Uh, wow. Carl Weathers? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, both Hulk, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. Uh, both Bunkus. the... Both <laughs> Cuff and Lincoln. Yes. Uh, what was the name of the robot? Oh, uh, that was Pulsar. Pulsar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both the... Uh, Drago. Uh, Herbright Institute and the University of Wisconsin's School of Veterinary Medicine are working on versions of an updated vaccine, uh, but the USDA has not yet announced which one will be tested. If uh, the trials prove effective, the vaccine will then be considered for FDA approval. So things might be getting better, better but the, the bird flu is still out there. Still out there, man. So they, they want to try to put a, a lot stop of dead to that. chickens. Impossible. 
All right. Um, yeah, let me mention this one. I did notice this one over the weekend. There's a drink yes. on college campuses called the Borg. My wife just told me about this yesterday. And the Borg stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh. But there are some health it's benefits here. what you think. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it's made with half water, half vodka, a caffeinated flavor enhancer, and a dash of powdered electrolytes. And it has uh, been hailed by many students on TikTok as a hangover-proof party staple. With a name like Blackout Rage, Rage Gallon. Gallon. That doesn't yeah. sound good. It sounds like a hardcore binge drink. And the Borg were the ultimate hive <laughs> aliens. They yeah. were, you know... You, you, Resistance is, is futile. futile. Yeah. yeah. But I... So, I, Steve, I got some distilled water yesterday for the uh, Neil Med thing. My wife's like... Are you doing a Borg thing? I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "Yeah, the, like the like these kids these days are smart because not you know, listen, you 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 dump out half of the gallon and then however many drinks you want in there, right? So suppose you want to do six drinks, right? Well, you put in six shots of vodka, and then you can put whatever sort of flavor you want in there, but also the the electrolytes, these things that like lead to hangovers, you know, the dehydration and stuff like that. You can also dump that stuff in there. Oh, wait, so, so it is alcohol. It is alcohol. So oh, what, what they're oh, doing, okay. though, is they're mixing Got in it. the agents that would help. Listen. Uh, the the impact yeah. of a hangover be less. I, I get it. I get it. But there, this isn't new. This, they didn't. That we did this. We did all of this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. You're still going to be hungover. There you go. Thank you, Kathy. A ton of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. You know what you do? You just drink more of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. all you do. We tried all this. It just was different. We were drinking pickle juice. <laughs> all right. So uh, Aaron Monroe, a creator who is uh, credentialed in substance use prevention in New York, said when it comes to substance use prevention, harm reduction recognizes that people are going to make their own decisions when it comes to alcohol and other drugs, but there are strategies that we can use to reduce some of the risk. Um, and uh, when making Borgs, drinkers get complete control over what they're drinking and can pace themselves appropriately, according to Monroe. She describes the Borg as really solid harm reduction. Yeah. So essentially, you're mixing your own drink. And so, listen, you can mix any drink and make it as strong. Mix it lighter. Or as weak yeah. as you want to. But it's adding the electrolytes that supposedly is better for a hangover because I guess it balances out, you know, what your body needs. I uh, enjoy drinking alcohol, but um, <laughs> the blackouts are the scariest thing that you can oh, experience. And you're blackout drunk? When, and, and yeah. like, there's brownouts, Steve, and right. there's blurry nights and hazy nights or whatever. But when there's a full-on blackout and there are hours that have disappeared and you have zero recollection of that, it's just terrifying. You're currently in a brownout stage, right, with your diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Different end. Yeah. Oddly enough, the, the, the couple of times I remember specifically not remembering portions of the evening came from having a drink called Mind Erasers. Oh, sure, yeah. Where you drink out of the straw. Yep, yeah, and you suck it down as fast as you possibly can. Yep, yep, yep. And I remember, and I was like... Was that Jaeger? Oh, no, it wasn't Jaeger. I don't remember what was in it, though. Uh, But I do remember we would, like... you get two people drinking out of the same glass, you know, slamming it. I do remember doing those Mind Erasers. The only time I ever lost... (laughs) A, a chunk of time was morphine from a food sure. poisoning, yeah. and, and that was you know two days basically. I lost. By the way, they are having fun. Uh, the people that create these uh, Borgs, they they come up with so so you you make your jug, and then you write a name on it, or you give it a name. And so some of the names that have been bandied about are uh, are Borg and Savior, <laughs> uh, Brown versus the Borg of Education, <laughs> SpongeBorg, Borgingham Palace. 
Soldier Borg. <laughs> SpongeBob. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. They're having fun. Yeah. Getting all hammered. Yep. With electrolytes. Uh, so the Monroe, the Monroe, Monroe. Uh, noted that uh, harm reduction advocates aren't promoting drinking by approving of Borgs. Uh, she said, "My goal is always to help empower people to use harm reduction tools that work for them to reduce the risk." Well, uh, she and other experts have used a TikTok to point out that drinking from Borgs appears to be less dangerous than other forms of college binge drinking. Did you have your own version of um, hangover mitigation when you were indulging? Not really. with any degree of success. I mean, no, no, with no, no, no success. No, no, no success. success. No, it, it was it was a crapshoot. Yeah, Some, sometimes get bombed out of your gourd the night before and wake up and feel. <laughs> Fresh yeah. for whatever weird reason, and other times it was a nightmare. I mean, just uh, the the next day and a half, yeah. two days. Just the water garbage. does help. The one drink, one, one drink, water, one water. That, yeah, that does help me. I mean, it it's not gonna uh, you know cure a hangover, but it helps. By the way, in a recent video, Monroe compared Borgs to drinking when she was in college. When she said her peers drank uh, gin buckets and gi- jungle juice out of trash cans oh. in the basement of frat yeah. houses. Jun- so yes, that yeah. was yep. We did that. Jungle Purple juice. Passion. Oh, jungle. Was another one. I jungle juice. It was out of a trash can, and, and they'd go, "Don't worry, it's we. It's a new trash can. We just bought it. Yeah. Oh, good. We would do Perfect. I'll goes. dip my hand in there. Yeah, Casey, we did that." Too what skip and goes? It was like beer, vodka, and lemonade. We, I thought it, we called it skip and go naked. Yeah, that it's the, the same thing. Okay, all right. Yeah. Beer, vodka, and and lemonade. And lemonade. Okay. Yeah, just and we used to buy the terrible. styrofoam. We used to buy the little styrofoam coolers, yep. and uh, we'd make it in that. And I remember one time I tried to move it, and the entire thing ended up on our kitchen floor. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Fortunately, we told the landlord we didn't know what happened and why it was all sticky. <laughs> I have no idea. Just don't know what happened. It's crazy. No. All right. Well, anyhow, the Borg stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Wait, would you? Could I notice something? Or we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kathy wants to notice something. Guest noticer. It should be quick, but um, ladies and gentlemen, guest noticer Kathy. Do you guys know about the creepiness rule? And it, it's the age gap between, uh, uh, you know, people oh, that are dating and yeah. what's acceptable. Is this like because of Leo DiCaprio? Leo DiCaprio yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, if it was mentioned weird. with that. Okay. Do you know what it is? No. No. Okay. It's half your age plus seven. Oh, yes. I do know that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was not aware that this was yeah. like a thing. And I, so I did it myself. And I'm like, okay, well, I called uh, Mahomes and, and uh, Jalen Hurts kids like that like yeah. i view yeah. their age as kids and that's what it would be it would be like 27 so i'm allowed to date a 30 and a half year old right okay yeah right. so i could date somebody 33 and, i guess and that society has to like basically accept that and view that as okay but anything below that you you're diving into the creepy zone too young okay yeah too young all right that's not holding up in hollywood uh, well, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no definitely no. not it, it's yeah um i would have to Okay, I, I'll, I'll accept that math, but I would have to meet a couple of people that are in that age range yeah, and, yeah. and see them in person and go, yeah, that's that's not right. That's creepy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. That's not okay. Yeah. Just look at TMZ. You'll see a couple of hundred of them. Yeah. yeah they're dating uh, wildly out of their age range. So half your age plus seven. Half your age plus seven. So is, the is there a rule where it's just seven? No, stop. Right? Will you pick them up at daycare? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm not her daddy. <laughs> that's rape. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a statutory rape. That's disgusting. Is that? Uh, you know, thanks for bringing that up. Very, very illegal. <laughs> so terrible. I'm going to have to stop this then. And what's it called again? Um, the creepy? The, creepy, creepy, the creepiness rule. Creepiness rule. Okay. 
Interesting. All right. Well, thank you, guest noticer, Kathy Romano. Wow. Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Guest noticer, Kathy Romano. All right. With that, we got to wrap it up because uh, we need to take a break and come back to get some more bizarre file stories. So let's do that. We have a cool word of the week prize. We haven't heard about it yet. When we get back, I'll tell you about it. Stay with us. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's at Blair. Saturday starts with some pond skimming and ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we got some uh, bizarre foul stories. Let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by the Philadelphia Fishing Show. Mm. Come to the Expo Center at Oaks, February 17th through the 19th. You can get the best deals on all your fishing needs and more. Visit phillyfishingshow.com. So, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl was a big conversation, but there was something else going on in Phoenix. A man in a Speedo and tennis shoes will go down in history as the mullet streaker. Man, he's a champ. After the spry sprinter bolted on to the golf course at one point at one of professional golf's most popular tournaments before he belly flopped into a pond and then arrested Sean Patrick McConnell... 27 years old, earned his social media gold at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. When he jumped from the bleachers, he ran onto the course with his arms outstretched and pole danced a flagstick at the 16th hole, sprinted to a water hazard, and then jumped in. Uh, He won the moment in the water hazard between the 17th and 18th holes and secured a trip to jail. He was booked on charges of trespassing, disorderly conduct, and failure to obey orders from a law enforcement officer. Uh, McConnell ignored uh, commands by officers to immediately exit the water. He eventually complied and swam to the 18th hole where he was placed under arrest. <laughs> uh, booked on criminal charges of trespassing, disorderly conduct, and failure to obey a lawful order from a law enforcement officer. And he's got uh, a, a like a top-level mullet. One hell of a mullet. Yeah. Like, the guy spent some time getting ready for this moment. Police are investigating after the home of a Laguna Beach City official was vandalized with feces on Thursday. Doo-doo feces? Yeah, it was spread all over the walls. Uh, the home of uh, Shorea Dupas, uh, the Laguna Beach City manager, was targeted uh, by officials. There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls. It was like Michael Jackson. wasn't targeted by officials. It was... <laughs> Officials said it was well, that's, you're kind of between a rock and a hard place. It's yeah. the officials himself crapping all over the house. <laughs> after arriving, who do I home, call? After arriving, the home officers discovered uh, feces, doo doo feces, and sewage. Ma'am, I couldn't help but notice you have doo doo feces slathered all across the home's exterior. Slathered. Uh, <laughs> 
Fecal matter was found smeared across the house on planters, stairs, the mailbox, and the general walkway adjacent to the home. I mean, there was a lot Smearing of... Smearing and slathering. Due to feces. <laughs> feces. Uh, police believe the mm. attack happened... Yep, that's feces. Oh, my God. Uh, Brody! <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know it anywhere. <laughs> So you have a little corn on the edge yes. of your mouth. You get <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yep. Uh, fecal matter. Uh, uh, police believe the attack. Duty feces. The police believe the duty feces attack happened either overnight or Wednesday. Don't go in there. There's duty. Or early Thursday morning. I've been working this beat for 20 years. I've never seen duty like that. Officers say the home is uh, partially <clears throat> city property. That would be great at Michael Jackson Detector Series. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Yeah. That just or or it's like out of uh, the uh, the Untouchables, yeah. like you bringing pee pee to a poo poo to a doo doo fight. You don't understand. <laughs> that's that's the Jackson that's way. That's the pedophile way. <laughs> Officials said that the uh, the home is, par- is llama is partially city property, <laughs> as the city owns half of the home uh, with uh, Dupas owning uh, the other half, as stipulated in her employment Cuff contract. Dupas bubbles. <laughs> It's Dupus, my old nemesis. Dupus. I like how Bubbles is your is your yeah your yeah, deputy. Yeah. Uh, anyone with information about the case is asked to call police. So they're trying to find who's the culprit behind the doo doo feces. McDonald said, and this is pretty classic, that an advertisement. This is in England. An advertisement for its McCrispy Burger on a bus shelter right next to a crematorium will be removed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I get a little peckish when I pass a crematorium. It literally says right next to it, it says McCrispy, and then it says crematorium. Uh, the, I love that. The fast food chain's ad has drawn attention from locals because it was across the road from the facility and right next to a sign for it. A McDonald's representative said, we were unaware of the road sign in the vicinity of this bus stop. However, in light of the concerns <laughs> raised by Cornwall Live, we have asked for our advertisement to be removed. Across the street was a whorehouse with a sign that said, have it your way from a Burger King Preston. It's not clear how long the ad has been on display or when it would be removed. I, I, we're looking at it right here. Yeah, I guess that, that right next to the it's probably, probably best that they move it. Yep. Uh, in Massachusetts, an Attleboro man is facing animal cruelty charges for allegedly attacking and killing a wild turkey. No. Uh, police said that they were called for a report of a man hitting a turkey with a stick. The 30-year-old man who has not been identified told police he used a branch to ward off three turkeys. And the hell did I do? And struck one of them, killing it. The man claimed it was not intentional. However... We said a you don't wit- beat a turkey to death by accident. A witness reported that the turkeys were not being aggressive toward the man at the time, and he just, you know, went Sitting over there. there and, and harmonizing. Take it back. Do, 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 do. Take, Take it, back. it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't She put me down. You must have been listening to Gargano Absolutely. doing his... Uh... He and I are the only two people that know. Well, <laughs> I'm a turkey, and he knows it. Yeah. The one song from Rocky. From uh, the... Uh... Yeah. Carpool karaoke event we did. It was last week when we thought the Eagles were going to win. Remember that? <laughs> you know, there needs to be a, a, a there needs to be a team called the Turkeys. Yes. Well, wild turkeys. We're almost the turkeys because the turkey was the official like bird, of the, the national bird. Well, that's, that's what right. uh, yeah. Ben Franklin. Frankly, yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. 
Power outages have been a problem in Texas after last week's severe ice storm. And on Thursday, the Thursday before this past, uh, Austin City Council held its first meeting since that emergency. One person in particular drew attention during the public comment session uh, for some of what he said, but some of what he wore as well. It was a man wearing a clown suit <laughs> and face, had his face done up too. Speaking to the mayor and council about accountability for what happened, he called for the city to hire him to run the public power company. <laughs> I like that. Then he called fighting climate change the number one priority, in particular eliminating greenhouse gas emissions. To reach a goal of net zero by the year 2030, he told the elected officials, you shouldn't even be using power at all. And then he poked fun at gas stoves and called for himself to receive a salary of between three hundred fifty to $500,000 a year so that he could support his lifestyle, fund his cocaine habit, oh. and he said, care for my wife who has stage 5 testicular cancer. <laughs> That's a, he said a he's few got more, a whole bunch of tough things going on. A few more things, and then he ended his two minutes of fame by honking a horn as well. So <laughs> I would like to see that performance. I would like to as well. All right, and there you go. That's what we're going to wrap with. That is the last uh, item in the bizarre file. Let us take a break. When we return, we'll test your knowledge of our program, of course, with the lesson question. We have trash, music news, and a concert announcement when we get back. So stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. If your kids are bringing home itchy company like bed bugs, call Donson Pest Control and get that riffraff taken care of. But boyfriends or girlfriends, those are on you. Visit DonsonBROS.com to find an office near you. Donson, the pest professionals you trust. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let me see here. We have a new, I forgot to tell you about it. The last break, I teased the one before that and said I would tell you about the word of the week prize, and I totally forgot to. Uh, so let me remind you of that now, uh, yes. because we'll be getting the letter in just a few minutes. Uh, we have uh, this very cool setup. It's a Dave Matthews Band double shot. We have a pair of reserve seats for Friday, July 21st, and a pair of pit tickets for Saturday, July 22nd. Uh, both the Dave Matthews Band shows are at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. They go on sale this Friday, by the way, so listen up for your chance to get on board. I have some other things to give away, and we're going to do that now with a lesson question. Four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Fishing Show at the Expo Center at Oaks this weekend. So if you're into fishing and you know the answer to this question, you should call in because you might win. And here's the question. Doctors found a license plate in my butt. What state was it from? 215-263-WMMR. You had to have heard it just a little while ago. Doctors found a license plate in my ass. What state was it from? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. While you're calling in, we'll get the trash. Here we go. What's up, Steve? Well, Megan Fox eliminated pictures of Machine Gun Kelly from her Instagram account late Saturday night, causing a rumor of a split. Police are asking the public to help them in their search for someone, quote, so desperate that they spent their Saturday night monitoring Megan Fox's Instagram. <laughs> Austin Butler says all the attention to his natural speaking voice now sounding like Elvis Presley's after playing the king has him very self-conscious. Butler says he's trying to correct it and has even accepted the lead role in a remake of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, 76-year-old Sharon and her boyfriend, A.E. Edwards, arrived hand-in-hand at Drake's Super Bowl pre-party on Friday night. Cher says the rule is that the super young Edwards has to hold her hand whenever they cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. We are looking for the answer to this question. Uh, doctors found a license plate in my butt. What state was it from? And we go to the phones, and it is Paul who we're going to go to. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. Have a nice flight, Paul. <laughs> Do me a favor and tell me what state that license plate was fa- from, please. South Carolina. South Carolina is correct. Yep. Hang on, Paul. Got yourself a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Fishing Show, which is going to be at the Expo Center in Oaks this weekend, February 17th through the 19th. You can get the best deals on all of your fishing needs, boats, RVs, and more. So check out the 5,000-gallon aquarium full of local freshwater game fish and stop by the Trout Fishing Pond on site. (laughs) Tickets and info at uh, Philly fishingshow.com. All right, I'll tell you why I'm laughing. All right. So my sister at one point was dating this dude who was just a, an idiot and uh, and my sister's friends didn't like him and, and at one point they were all sitting around and, and he said he was going to go fishing and uh, my sister's friend goes, what kind of fish are you going for? And he just goes, trout! <laughs> And so from there on out, <laughs> behind was. his back, his nickname was Trout. So every now and then, if I see or hear the word Trout, I can't help but think of that. So I apologize. That's and yeah. that's why I giggled. And now it's time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, uh, music news stories and then a concert announcement Whoa! at the end. So we're going to start with this story that I teased earlier. Dave Grohl played a rare private gig on Friday the 10th at Phoenix, Arizona's Crescent Ballroom for Crown Royal Whiskey. Uh, Grohl, who was featured in a Super Bowl ad for the famed Canadian whiskey, performed a four-song set at the Invitation Only event, which was meant to celebrate the hospitality and military communities while working uh, with two of the brand's longstanding charity partners, which is uh, Creative Vets and packages from home. Uh, Dave's mini set consisted of an acoustic run-through of times like these, My Hero, Best of You, and Everlong. And some of uh, Grohl's comments were as follows. He said, if you're wondering why I'm here, I've had a long and fruitful relationship with Crown Royal. This goes back a long, long time. I'm talking like late 90s, maybe mid-90s. Uh, when we went and we hung out with this band called Pantera a long time. And if you've ever had a night with Pantera, you won't remember it. But Pantera loved the Crown Royal, and they got us hooked on that Crown Royal. He went on to recall, I got to the point where we started getting uh, the Crown Royal backstage. Then it got to the point where we started bringing that effing Crown Royal on stage with us. (laughs) Then it got to the point where our audience knew that we love Crown Royal so much uh, that our fans actually made a cape out of the purple bags and sent it to us. And he shows it in the commercial. Yes, he does. If you saw that. Yeah. And he said, so when we were, he said, when that record, our fourth record, has the song All My Life and a bunch of stuff on it, and I was wearing that effing cape while we were mixing that record. He said, prized possession. That's wild. So that's the story behind the Crown Royal cape. So he's walking the walk. That Dave has. I told you, I saw one, one time I was, he played a show for us at the Wells Fargo Center, and he was backstage before they were going on. He's walking down the hallway, and I happen to be there, and he's carrying that bag, of, that, the, the bottle of Crown. Yeah. Fresh bottle, open it up before they go up on stage, wow. taking sips out of it, holding it up to people and stuff. It was pretty cool. So, yeah, he definitely walks the walk as far as that is concerned. 
Rob Zombie, Sepultura, and Arch Enemy are members. Uh, mem- I'm sorry, Arch Enemy members are featured in a new documentary called Punk Rock Vegan Movie. It was written and directed by Moby, uh, the DJ and artist. Uh, the documentary had its world premiere and was the opening night film for the 2023 Slam Dance Film Festival last month. Moby opened up about the documentary saying, uh, Punk Rock Vegan Movie was created to shine a light on the surprising and inspiring history of punk rock and animal rights but also to remind people the importance and desperate urgency of adopting the uncompromising ethics and actions of the original punk rock activists. The score, well, who knew? Yeah, the score for the movie is really weird. Uh, I don't know. If, did you guys hear the score at all? No. You uh, have some? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Jump, 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 It's like early work. Yeah. 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 Zane. I remember that morning. Yeah. Uh, we were on the air and Casey was just going on about what a hack movie was or what a joke was. And then Casey goes, you can't, you know, you know this is not music. And, he, and then you just rattled that off and then somebody ended up mixing it. Was it you that did that? Uh, no, no, no. One of our listeners. Zane. And caught in the pouring rain. Uh, he can Southside. He continues yes. uh, saying, af- saying uh, after it makes its world premiere at Slam Dance, it's yours. It's my goal to give the movie away, as I can't, in good conscience, try to profit from what is essentially a labor of love and activism. I'll be so pure. He just completed a documentary that is getting a great accolades about trout fishing, Preston. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I know. It. Yeah, it's, it's called, called trout. Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the documentary is now available to stream on all platforms via punkrockveganmovie.com. <laughs> the video is just up oh, there was a, there was a music video of Casey uh-huh. doing Zubba Zubba Zane. <laughs> and, uh, God, you look like a kid even back then, dude. Child. That wasn't that long ago. You're just a child. Wasn't. You're just a child. Look at that child. What year is it, do you think? <laughs> 20, 2013? 2012? No. No. 20... Nine? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm thinking. Maybe the Phillies shirt is given no way that, that year. All right, anyway. Zubazane. Uh, Zubazane. Zubazane. To you. <laughs> Zubazane Mondays. Zubazane. As expected, <laughs> U2 is headed to Las Vegas. The band officially announced the Sin City run via a Super Bowl ad. Uh, in which... Going to go see the Jeff Dunham show. Uh, they stated uh, U2... UV Octung Baby Live at the Sphere is going to uh, take place uh, with shows this fall at the New Globe Shaped Arena. Okay, so I, I mentioned this uh, arena to you guys uh, not yes. that long ago. This thing looks really cool from the outside. I, I, I mean, I hope it's just the new yeah. the new wave of of uh, live entertainment venues. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, because it looks really cool on the outside. What does uh, it look like? Like it, it's just it looks like a globe. A globe, but just it's a globe. Yeah, but it's all like LED, uh, LED lit up. LED. <laughs> I would imagine maybe some of that uh, goes on inside too, and with mm-hmm. those with it with that type of circular ceiling, maybe it'll lend itself to more visual things that they could do. I, I have no idea. More esoteric. 
the MSG Sphere will shows will mark the band's first without uh, drummer Larry Mullen, though. Ah. Who is recovering from back surgery. It'll feature stand-in Bram Vandenberg in, for the 2023 concerts. No official dates have been announced for U2's Vegas stand yet. According to the announcement, it says, The Sphere show has been in the works for a long time. We didn't want to let people down, least of all our audience. The truth is, we miss them as much as they appear to miss us. Our audience will, was always the fifth member of the band. Bottom line, U2 hasn't played live since December 2019, and we need to get back on stage and see the faces of our fans again. And what a unique stage they're building for us out there in the desert. We're, uh, we're the right band, Octung Baby, the right album. And the Sphere is the right venue to take the live experience of music to the next level. So what we're seeing in this picture here is, is a cutaway, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Because it'd be half a sphere. Yep. Be a hemisphere. So uh, that's what uh, U2's been trying to do all along with our satellite in, in stages and uh, video installations, most memorably on the Zoo TV tour, uh, which ended in Tokyo 30 years ago this fall. The Sphere is more than just a venue. It's a gallery, and U2's music is going to be all over the walls. Well, that looks pretty like cool. Just like doo-doo feces. It's like doo-doo feces. Yeah. Great men once said there are doo-doo feces smeared all over the walls. Uh-huh. And that was sort of meant to include the violence of mankind against other men and doo-doo and feces. <laughs> but um, Nick is having an issue with his own feces. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, Bono. wow. Thank you. I, you probably wow. said that to me in confidence. <laughs> Bono, The Edge, and Adam Clayton touched on performing with a new drummer for the first time in their career, explaining it's going to take all that we've got to approach the sphere without our bandmate in the drum seat. But Larry has joined us in welcoming Bram Vandenberg, who is a force in his own right. He's not a good drummer, but he's a force. He's just a force. Oh, now we're seeing the outside of it. Uh, very interesting. All right. It's very impressive. Yeah, it's uh, literally it's a sphere. A sphere. Sphere. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly revealed on Instagram that he was electrocuted while performing Friday. It's pretty wild. During a waste management Phoenix open performance at Coors Like Bird's Nest in Scottsdale. His hair stands on end. Uh, it's what he wrote. He wrote, uh, yo, got electrocuted, and my hair stood up. Like a Van de Graaff generator. It's clear in two pictures, one before the electrocution and one after. It's all sticking out. Wow. Yeah. All right, and then one last thing. You have a concert now. So. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This show is going to be taking place Friday, August 25th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And tickets for the show will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. And we are happy to mention that they're coming back to town. Ghosts will once again be in our area performing live. So again, the date... Friday, August 25th. Always nice when a big show is going to be on a Friday night. Yeah. At Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets on sale this Friday, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster. And you can listen to Brent Porsche each afternoon this week because he is going to have tickets before you can buy them. Are you going to come see me? And then on Wednesday, we're going to give away tickets via the secret text word here on the Preston and Steve Show. I mean, it's supposedly a spectacle. Yep. So jot down the date again, Friday, August 25th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. But Brent Porsche, he's the man that's going to have those tickets for you this week. And then we'll have a pair on Wednesday for Secret Tax Work. All right, with that, we are going to take another break. Come back in a second. We'll wrap up the program, get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize when we get back. 
After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's that clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A difficult Monday for everyone. Die Hard, Bleed Green, Birds fans. Sorry about all of it, gang. But, uh, you know, we move forward from here on out. And as we said earlier today, a lot of entertainment over the past several months. So. We did have fun, man. Yep. And uh, the, the last two weeks have been a blast. Yes. Um, but, uh, unfortunately, uh, some things end this way. That's yep. the way it is. Yep. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, thank you for joining us today. We do appreciate that. Uh, we had a concert announcement. We mentioned that earlier. Ghost is going to be coming to town, and uh, tickets go on sale this Friday. The show isn't until August 25th, which is a Friday. Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And uh, listen up this week to Brent Porsche because he's going to have tickets to give away. But tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., and then we'll have some coming up on uh, Wednesday for Secret Text Word. Pierre Robert has sauntered into the studio. How and do Good day. Good day. Nice to see you, sir. Nice to see you. I did what Casey told me to do. Right. Went to a little party. Then I left, and I went to a little tavern downtown right off of Broad Street. And uh, I did I did what I could. Yeah, somebody out there wasn't doing their Bristitious job. Bristitious wise. And yes. Not you. you no, everybody you, in this room <clears throat> did what they were supposed to do. You did a great job. How, right. Did you uh, stay in the city until the game was over? Uh-huh. And uh, what was the vibe like when you left? Well, um, Ryan was downtown. And he texted me, said, come over to Broad Street. I go, I don't know that this would be the time to go to Broad Street at the end. Yeah. Uh, but he said it was actually, there are people gathered there, and it was very festive. I was watching it um, on the news. It seemed like subdued, and but people weren't acting like idiots. You know, they just yeah. were sort of, I think there were a lot of people in the city just to watch the game. And then they filtered out into the streets when the game was over. And I think people just didn't quite know what to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think people were kind of a, a sense of shock or yeah. something. <laughs> That's a good uh, yeah. description. Yeah, there was general yeah. shock. Um, yeah, and then, but the, the bar, uh, then Ryan said, I'll come to your bar. <laughs> so, uh, cause it was kind of, it was pretty cold out, but I was prepared to go out with my tape recorder and get, uh, sounds of revelry yeah. and, uh, not so much. It was just, uh, Simon and Garfunkel sound of silence. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, people filtered on about their own way and I, I stayed at, I stayed till closing, and the rest I don't remember. So <laughs> you closed the bar out. Yeah, <laughs> two. I, I got home at three or something. I don't know, <laughs> but it all worked out. There you go. The word. Well, trooper. I mean, it didn't really work out, you know, for the overall. Thing, no, but, no, but but you were a trooper. Gonna, you hung till close and I, did what you needed to do. I drank for the team. <laughs> exactly. I'm in. Yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. Shall we do the letter of the day? Liver. Liver. <laughs> Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter liver. No, what is brought to you today by? Uh, C as in carry on. All right. Yeah. Carry on. I like that. My wayward son. I like the message. 
All right, we're going to give away a Dave Matthews band uh, double shot, which is a pair of reserve seats for Friday, July 21st, and a pair of pit tickets for Saturday, July 22nd. Both Dave Matthews band shows are at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, and tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. So a few different Get going on sale this Friday. It's very excited. Dave is very excited for the show. Get uh, what's up on your show today? Well, I also have a pair of Dave tickets for the Ooh. Saturday show uh, and home and garden tickets. Uh, so that'll be cool. <laughs> I love that show. I really do. I love the home cool. garden show. Right. Yeah. There it is. Uh, I'll have them. Uh, and Peter Gabriel for his birthday today, Workforce Blocks and Black Crows and Queen. Love it. All right. Let me thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today. By Duncan. Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets Fresh Foods, local flavors. And by Wilmington University. Wilmington University's student-focused support works to keep you on track and on budget. Get to know the university that works for you. Visit wilm.edu today. Uh, tomorrow on our program, oh, uh, comedian Nate Bergazzi. Oh, we love Nate. Yep, will be joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a few other things to talk about and to share with you. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WNLR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have a We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.